That's a hell of an intro. <laughs> That's actually my tempo. <laughs> actually, I like that one. <laughs> Not my tempo. You're a dragger. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're the, the Couch Critiques. I'm Riker. This is Mason. Hola. This is Chandler. Howdy. We're going to get this intro down and do it properly. Well, you do it better time. than me, so. Well, I stole it because it's my week. Take the power. <laughs> Fight, Fight the power. power. <laughs> <laughs> we're Great su- minds think alike. We're dude. sharing one brain cell this week. We both ran a marathon. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't looking. I can't let you have that. That's mine. You're a liar. <laughs> So this week's episode of the Couch Critiques was Whiplash, and it was my pick because Good pick. you know what the hell did you make me watch? What you did not like this? It messed with me, man. It made him feel things. <laughs> so <laughs> you might as well tell everybody what I texted you. Not even a day after you made your pick. Let me. Uh, let me. T- well, actually, did you even bother texting me? He called me. Oh, that's right. Oh. He, I had to call. He you didn't me record phone. the phone call? Yeah. He uh. called me and he said, what is happening in this movie? Why is he yelling at him? I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this movie. I, I didn't know what I was getting into when I watched it the first time. But I thought, you know what? This it, I've heard things about it. I want to. I want to give it a watch. Um, I think I watched it probably around like late 2014, 2015, when it like came out. But um, yeah, I, I'd heard like it was people were buzzing about. it. I was like, I don't, and I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and watch it blind. Uh, did you get a summary of the plot like you normally do? I do. Yeah, go ahead. A promising young drummer enrolls in a cutthroat music conserva- conservatory where. His dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize his potential, is what I got. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty Basically. apt thing. Without, without spoiling anything. Yeah, uh, if you haven't watched the movie already, go go give it a watch. It's uh, it's worth your, uh, let's see, run time was, I believe, was an 100 and, 106 minutes hour total. 45. Yep, so it, it's, it's worth the watch time. I watched that fall over. You got ghosts down here? This house is haunted. I do have ghosts. Hey, man. Spooky ghosts. We're going to have to watch a horror movie down here. Hey, man, I think your house is haunted. (laughs) What do you mean? It's new. What? Are you kidding me? What do you mean? It's new. It's got creaks, moans, and groans. I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) The Talladega Nights quote there out of nowhere. Um, So, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this movie. It's one that I I wanted to share because I know Chandler's stuck in the 80s, so I figured I'd drag him kicking and screaming into the reality, you know, 2000s. Um, I'm just going to say, his pick, Place Beyond the Pines, 2013, correct? Uh Really good. Mm -hmm. I Uh liked it. Newer movie. This is 2014. Mm-hmm. I also liked it. So, so maybe you're gonna find that you can move out <clears throat> of no. the like you can watch the what was it 2007 is when you said you stopped watching <laughs> movies from this century. Pretty much. Well, you know it's funny that you brought up Place Beyond the Pines. You remember Dahan? He was he got casted to play Andrew in this movie, but he turned down the role, so they picked up Miles Teller instead. Actually, I. What fun fact? What yeah. I saw was the director had Miles in mind whenever they really? were writing it. Yeah. Oh, conflicting. Well, my my stuff comes straight from the director's mind. I don't know. Mine doesn't. Mine comes from <laughs> fucking Google. You didn't go to Wikipedia like I did, did you? No. Okay. <clears throat> Good. No. So, the, this movie, I'm going to get into the uh, the 
cast real quick. Uh, Miles Teller uh, plays Andrew, uh, and then you got J.K. Simmons as Fletcher. Uh, just real quick, can you guys give me the name of the main character in this movie? I literally just said it. Give me the full Andrew. name. Andrew. Full name. Oh, you're debating how his last name no, is pronounced. No, I'm not it? debating. I was asking oh. how do you say his name? Uh, What's his full name? Andrew Andrew. <laughs> you don't know his last name? No. Andrew Smith. Are you shitting me right now, both of you? <laughs> it starts with a W. So, no, it doesn't. It starts with an N. It's Oh, Neiman! Uh, okay. Okay, well... That's, I, that's what I was looking for. Shows how much okay. paid I, did, I paid it. <clears throat> so... so <clears throat> In the movie, when we first meet... It's an M. Or, uh, <laughs> it's, it's an N, you oh, jackass. I, I can't even justify <laughs> Weeman. I'm so, like, just flip it upside down. <laughs> for Wombo. No, that's not right either. <laughs> for Wombo. Uh, no, so Andrew, when we first meet him, is playing drums in, the, uh, in, like, in a practice room. Uh, and... J.K. Simmons' character, Fletcher, comes into the room and asks him uh, what his name is. And he says, uh, it's Andrew Naiman, sir. Oh, yeah. Your face is exactly the right face I was expecting from you guys. I expected you knew the fucking character's name, but that's, you know, asking <laughs> to a lot. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. So, he says, my name is Andrew Naiman. And then the first instance in which Fletcher is saying his name, he says to everybody, hey, we've got a squeaker today, everyone. Neiman. And he calls him Neiman. It's definitely not pronounced Neiman. Fletcher was definitely fucking with him. Yeah. It's, it's the, definitely pronounced how he yeah, first said Neiman, it. Yeah, Neiman, yeah. And, and we only ever hear it pronounced <laughs> Neiman the rest of the movie because nobody else is saying his last... Like, yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't correct him because it's, you know, the way he is. Yeah. And yeah. So that I think that's... That's just something I thought was like hmm. crazy. That was actually one of the directors. Like he's like that first shot when we we see those two interacting the first time. It's just kind of setting up how their relationship is going to be the rest of the like rest of the movie kind of thing. <clears throat> so I thought that was interesting. But I'll I'll move on from that. I just thought that was uh, something to stop on. Paul Reiser is Jim Neiman or sorry Neiman Jim Neiman. Uh, Melissa Benest is the. Uh, she's Nicole. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read in like dark text. Austin Stowell is Ryan. Nate Lang is Carl Tanner, and Chris Mulkey is Uncle Frank. Damon Gupton is Mr. Kramer, and Susan Spoke is Aunt Emma. Those are. I, I just kind of go back a little bit. I, don't know <laughs> I feel like I feel like there was a lot of no names except yeah. except for Paul, uh, Paul yep. J.K. and. T- yeah, Teller. What movie was Paul in? I can't think. Uh, Paul, he was like a he's Paul been a, mad he, about you for like has seven years, seven seasons. That was like a big show. Okay. He was in mad about, mad about you. He was in the Aliens movie. Oh, he was yep. the bad guy. Okay. Yeah, he's around. Um, Teller, obviously, other roles. Uh, he was in War Dogs. Um, Fletcher, uh, sorry, X. J.K. Simmons was. Yeah, he plays himself in Project yeah, X, which Miles is kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, J. Jonah Jameson for J.K. Simmons and Mad About You is Paul Reiser. Uh, Nicole, actually. Anybody know what Nicole no is idea. well known for right never now? Never heard of her. I never recognized her. Supergirl. What? Really? She's Supergirl in like the like the WCW <clears throat> shows or whatever. You know, The Flash and all that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. She she plays Supergirl, which I thought was, you know, interesting because hmm. I've seen that character before. I've seen her, I've but I did not recognize her, her no. as Nicole. Um, and then the... Uh, uh, Austin Stahl has been in a few things uh, recently. Bridge of Spy, which is, I believe, Tom Hanks's movie. Yeah. And then uh, Swallow, which was a, like an odd one about a woman that uh, 
eats sharp items. Like she's eating tacks and nails and stuff. It's yeah. I didn't see that one, but I believe grow up. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, Uncle Frank is actually like a part act, like a, a character actor. He shows up in a lot of stuff. He was actually in Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays just a small character. Like he's barely there for a second. He's just a catalyst for um, the the main one of the two main characters in Better Call Saul to get into a car accident because she's going mm. out to meet him at his oil wells. Like, mm. and yeah. But I I knew I recognized him. But I was like, where the hell do I recognize him from? Yeah. So, so, um, I'll go real quick into the budget and everything. It came out in 2014. Budget was $3.3 million. Pretty good money. Uh, domestic earning, uh, and, and I'm just going to do it all. The worldwide revenue was $49 million. Yeah. So, budget of $3 million made $49 million. Correct, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they it was supposed to be a, a short film, right? And no, so, they turned it... They, submitted it to Sundance, correct? So, well, they filmed it in 10 weeks, and they submitted it. No, no, no. So, uh, correct both of you. Sorry. <laughs> they filmed a short film. Oh. An, an entire short film. So, the scene in which Fletcher... Is, the, the, the classroom scene. We were yeah. just talking about we get a squeaker demon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that actually was, uh, was the short. They used the whole classroom scene there, mm-hmm. and the hallway scene where he's like, hey, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they get in, and he throws the chair at him. They used that entire scene for Sundance. They filmed it in a weekend, um, and it, that was filmed and submitted to Sundance, so that way they could hopefully win th- something there and get interest, so that way they could get money to make the feature film. No. So it okay. actually won at Sundance that year. Then the next year, they came back and s- with the whole movie after they got $3.3 million to make it. And yeah, so they they went back with the full film, won the, uh, the viewer's choice and the uh, critic's choice, so it won Best Film at Sundance. The I was going to say, it won three Grammys, too. Uh, Oscars. Oscars. Same thing. <laughs> I think, I think Gra- Same thing. I believe Grammys are for music. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we are tied so far in this episode for uh, whoopsies. You guys <laughs> are killing me today, but I love it. Um, yeah, so the, 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 you know what the three Oscars they won were? No. <laughs> I wanted a Grammy. So I, I, don't know, I, know I don't it. even know the guy's last name. So, S- I mean. su- Supporting actor. Oh, J.K. Simmons got that for J.K. Simmons won supporting actor there, but also that was just one of 47 awards yeah, he won for this. A, yeah. Yeah, for just this film. 47 awards, mostly uh, supporting actor. Um, the, it won the Oscar for film editing and sound mixing, hmm. which, uh, just to, I guess, throw this out there, too, because this kind of leads me to another one. Thank you for these beautiful segues. So the releases that year were Interstellar. Damn it, I was going to do that. Oh, uh, if you want to, go no, for it. No, 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 no. Your list is bigger than mine. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> uh, Interstellar, Gone Girl, John Wick, Kingsman, The Secret Service, Guardians of the Galaxy, Birdman, American Sniper, The Lego Movie, The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, and the movie Chef. If you got something else. Fury. As oh, above, yeah, so below, yep. unbroken, Noah, and Nightcrawler. I saw those on there. Uh, Nightcrawler is really good. I, didn't, I don't think I, I saw Nightcrawler. Night, I don't think I saw Nightcrawler on my list, but I would have added that one. But the reason I brought that up is because Interstellar, the audio mixing, was the uh, same guy. No, no, the oh. audio mixing guy was talking about how he, the the they didn't have like any budget to do this because it was three point three million dollars total mm-hmm. for the whole movie, uh, and he's like. 
I didn't expect to win anything against Interstellar, yeah. a movie in which craft services had a bigger budget than the entirety of this movie. Can you imagine losing? Yeah, like to yeah, to the guys that like you know did, did beautiful, beautiful work mixing mm-hmm. the audio in this, and uh, yeah, it was, I just thought that was an interesting like point from that guy um, that they won against a juggernaut. So the ratings, IMDb gave it an eight point five. And it was interesting. Rotten Tomatoes, the audience and the uh, the critics both had the same score. It was both ninety four, so it was evened out. How many times does that happen? I I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, good. I don't think many for the movies we've watched. Yeah, part. we've we kind of ch- we're both checking them. So yeah, so I thought that was interesting. They both evened out to each other, but I didn't know. Uh, a little off topic, but no. I, I didn't know J.K. Simmons was so ripped. Oh, dude, he's fucking jacked in this movie, dude. When he throws off that pea coat and he... Ripped. Forearms. You didn't go over the director, by the way. Don't worry, I, I'll say it. No, I, wa- uh, I was waiting. <laughs> because I wanted you to say it. <clears throat> Here we go. Hold on. Drum roll. Director of Whiplash, Damien Chazelle. That's very good. Is it? Oh. Is it very good. Is it it? Hell That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank yeah. Christ. I was about to say Chazelle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Damayon. <laughs> uh, can't read. After Moray. I, I didn't know how to take it. So, um, Sick. All right. Like we said before, go watch them if you haven't watched it. We're going to probably start to get in spoilers and, and all that fun stuff now. Um, one of which being the death recap. How many deaths, guys? Uno. What? One? Yeah. How many deaths? Zero. One. Oh, wait. Fuck me. <laughs> God damn it. Strike two. It's because it doesn't happen on screen. I, I always do. It's kind of like a curveball. I throw it at you guys. You gotta pay attention. Was Adam Sandler's wife in this movie? No, she wasn't. Adam Sandler's <laughs> wife was not. Jackie Sandler? Not in this movie. Uh, Sean Casey was the death in this movie. Oh, that's right. He hung himself. No, car accident. <laughs> Wait, I thought the attorney said that he hung himself. Fletcher says that it's a car accident, and the attorney says that it was uh, it was a suicide. So Fletcher was probably lying. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, you I said just you watched this there. twice, huh? You watched this twice? Yeah, he killed himself. That's can, what, yeah, okay. it's. I mean, actual actuality. I'm he just did giving kill him himself. a hard time. Oh that's my all. god! No, no, it's fine. So for this movie, uh, we could uh, go back to the uh, the the structure of you know that. Um, like let's talk about portions of the movie um because we have the beginning portion to the point at which uh andrew is being kicked out of school yeah and then the and then the end we could just break it up was, into two spots so, right i was gonna say i got more did you know facts and then more like how i related to it i no, don't yeah. i don't have screen by screen play no that's fine so, we, so. we don't have to talk directly about scene scene by scene but yeah. there are certain scenes in this movie that i really wanted to break down and also I did want to ask you guys a question other than what the fucking character's <laughs> name was because I thought that was fascinating because I I would have done the same thing. I would have said Neiman until but when I watched this just recently I was like, why does he say Neiman? And I was like, well it's his fucking name. He knows what his name is and then I was yeah. like I never is put this it JK together and he's just, in, or well Fletcher getting in his head. Yeah, I was just wondering, is he saying it wrong on purpose or is it just like he just doesn't care? <laughs> I feel like it's he's a, just being a dick. I think he was just being a dick. But yeah, go ahead into uh, more did you knows and all that fun <laughs> stuff and i'll i'll ask my question afterward because i I, it kind of just relates more so to the movie well i got quite a few so i'll just do a couple at a time hit Uh, me all right i wish i i wish i 
my plan was to not look up a lot for this so that way I could go what like Mason does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if I can let's see if I can impress you a little bit here. I found out that it took 19 days to film total. That's uh, correct. Thank you. Thank ten, you. 10 weeks total. Uh, with editing. The slapping scene. Oh yeah, I got that one too. Yeah. I I'm not surprised at all. Let's well, go, they, what, what what happened? What was the slapping? I mean, slapping scene. What what about the slapping scene? Because everybody else that's listening has no clue what the fuck you're talking about yet. Yeah, we probably should. So, probably should. You can go no, ahead no. and explain it. No, I'm just yeah. asking. Like, what was no, the fact? No, you're right. Though we jumped right scenes? into that, though. Yeah. So in the slapping scene, they did like ten takes where like J.K. Simmons was like mimicking, like he was slapping um, Miles Teller. And then on the last take, like, uh, J.K. and Miles got together, and they were like, J.K. probably was like, let me slap you in the fucking face. And then Miles was like, all right, so. Yeah, spit in my mouth. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Come on, J.K., do it. It's for the camera. So, but in the last <laughs> take why, they did. But why was he slapping him in the movie? What? No, oh, because okay. he was trying to find his tempo. Yeah, we can get more into the scene, because I do want to talk about that yeah. scene. I was just asking more so for that piece of it, like right. what, the actual slap. So, ba- yeah, basically, they got together and said, yeah, actually slap me, and that was the last take, and it stuck into the movie. That seems to be the case, you know? Like, I like there are so many, like, uh, you, you ever hear the the Chris Pratt story from, uh, um, oh, gosh, Parks and Rec? Uh, so, they're doing this scene where Chris Pratt's character is supposed to show up at the door naked. He actually shows up the door naked. He's supposed to be naked, and it's supposed to shock everybody on the inside. And like they filmed it like a bunch of times, and like the reactions were okay. And then he like he's like, I'm thinking about taking off like all my clothes to like somebody that was close, but like the, like he's like actually getting naked, and the guy's like, go for it. Like he's like, he's like Fuck, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for it. So the last, so he like she opens the door, and Amy Poehler's like, like you're like completely flabbergasted. That's the take they used. <laughs> And Chris Pratt got a letter from whatever NBC, whatever, wherever, mm-hmm. whoever put it on. That it was, it was like a cease and desist, like do not do that ever again. Like it was like a warning. He said he has it framed in his office. I wish I got a warning. I do that to my neighbors and I get arrested. <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's like it's kind of funny because a lot of the times you hear like, yeah, we actually did the fucking thing, yeah. and that's the thing that they use, which I think is which, interesting. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna act it out, you might as well just do it. I mean, there's there's. You real, can fake re- it and make it real. Real is better. Yeah. In my opinion. Practical effects are so much better. But uh, the only other thing I had for this section was uh, a lot of the practice scenes where they showed Teller just practicing on the drums. Uh, the director wouldn't yell cut. He would just let him go until mm-hmm. he was completely exhausted. And then that's when he would cut the camera. And I didn't know that Teller had a... Uh, drum background. Yeah, he played for like 15 years, yeah. apparently. Yeah. He, uh, he, they said there's a little bit of a double used. Yeah. But he did 90% mm-hmm. of the drumming in this movie. I wonder if he ever got his tempo. I don't know. Not my tempo. <laughs> but like I said, I, I, I have some interesting did you know facts, but um, I more have how the movie related to me and i didn't know that i mean i've drumline was a good movie you know had a good i, never, story. I don't think i ever watched drumline Dude, I, it's pre- it's I, honestly, good. I honestly have no interest in like drumming or like you know music for the most part drumline is a fantastic it's a, it's a really movie. good movie no i, I don't I, I mean I, i'll give it a watch i don't don't get me wrong i'm not 
like you know I'm not gonna watch it because it's drumming. I, I like I just like it's I think it's funny because this movie doesn't qualify to, in my head as like a drumming movie or like a music movie. It's mostly like I look at it as a um, and this is why I like it. I think because I have a, a passion for these movies. Um, <laughs> compulsive perfectionist, like somebody that has to be fucking perfect even to the detriment of their own to them their themselves so do you think when fletcher told him towards the end of the movie that i was trying to push you to your best ability do you think he was bullshitting or do you think he was fletcher was just a perfectionist or do you think he was actually pushing them no i think he was doing that i think in his sick like fucked up head because <laughs> like it is a weird fucked up mentality yeah. to have but i think yeah i i actually really i i love the 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 thing he says at the end of the end of the movie there um where he says there are no i think i, I wrote down the exact quote because I, I but i'm pretty sure i could get it um no two words in the english oh, language good job. Mm-hmm. are more harmful than good job because yeah. it's like it's like yeah maybe he says good job and he thinks you know what i did do a good job and then like he doesn't strive for anything better Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to push himself. That's why this is sound like a. I'm gonna sound like a boomer, though. But like, like it's just it, the, the, the thought of like these participation medals and like all of these yeah. things. Speaking as a guy that goes to races and gets a you finished medal, <laughs> but at least I fucking covered the distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you actually did something, whereas like it's a participation medal. Medal. You showed up and you could stand still, right? <laughs> Yeah, there's Riker Shrine to my right. Yeah, he has uh, and my left. He has a beautiful view. Oh yeah, you got him over there too. You know, I, that's that's my way of trying to make sure I don't peak in high school because like those are high school. These are ones that are new. I got to try to make those, you know, more than that. But so far, not so good. Um, I did run a marathon though. I don't you know did. if you, guys, you, you did. Chandler, did you run one? No, not yet. <laughs> We ran a race last night, though. Good job. Yeah, way. we did. We did run one last night. We're going to run one tomorrow, too. I didn't. I worked out. But I was just going to say, uh, Drumline was really good. I didn't think that somebody could turn a turn drumming into like keeping your attention for a whole two hours. And, you know, this movie did it again. I mean, drumming. It's You have to have... I feel like if there's a small percentage of people that would hold interest in this but yeah. this movie is so psychological that it could keep anybody's attention really yeah uh, they one of the things that i think jk had said in one of his interviews was is like this movie's like a little bit of everything if you look at it like it's not like because you can't sell a movie that's like a jazz drum like yeah like like nobody's gonna like really buy into that i don't listen to jazz i i mean not there's nothing wrong with no. it but i don't listen to it you know, I wouldn't probably go to a theater and watch, a, you know, an orchestra band either. But yeah. I was hooked to the screen. Yeah. So it's and it's like it's it's painted as all like it becomes like an action movie and like a psychological movie and <laughs> you can laugh a love story almost like that's deep. It, it's 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 really weird. Like it's the deep. relationship in where, in the movie. Where do you get the love story from? J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. 
these two father are, son dude no it's not even father son that's how I picked up it's just it's no. just <laughs> deep seated respect and for love other, and admiration yeah. for each other because I think J.K. Simmons sees potential beyond what he can get mm. and he, that's why he grabs Teller or like, I'm just going to use their actor's name he grabs Teller and brings him into the band mm-hmm. because he knows that he can make him better and Teller's character looks at, at J.K.'s character and, and it's just like this is like the this guy knows he's perfect this guy is like got the got his ear to the ground so he he can make me the best that i could ever be and that's why his opinion matters so much to him so well, that's me, that's where the well, let me say this real quick in case anyone doesn't know what the hell we've been talking about for the last couple minutes this music director is psycho okay he's crazy he and is. he's crazy <laughs> Uh, I love it. He puts this. He puts Miles Teller, the main character, through absolute hell. In case anybody's wondering what we're talking about, let's talk about. But a few this scenes leads. But to, this leads really into my into question, it. real quick. Yeah. I have a question for you two. Okay. Have you had maybe not to this degree, but have any of you had somebody do this to you in your life? Push, yes. push you to the. Well, I know you probably, <laughs> but. Did you did you ever have somebody push yourself to the absolute limit because they knew that you were good at something before you even oh, did? That? Oh, that. I don't know. <laughs> My answer is no. I have been okay at most. I I haven't stood out in my opinion on anything. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good at things, but I have. I don't think I've had anybody go. Well, we need to focus on this kid more because. This is what he could really be. And I'm okay with that. I'm just saying I haven't had anybody go. I don't think I've ever had that. Have you? I've had the degrading. Well, <laughs> I've had a lot of degrading. degrading. Well, whether it was for the right or wrong reasons, absolutely. But have you? I wish. I, re- I mean, honestly, like I look at this. I try to... It's going to sound like masochistic or masochistic. Um, but... I do that to. I try to do it to myself because I don't have anybody that would do that for me. Nobody's pushed me beyond the like breaking. Like so, like when I'm when I started working out. I was just about to get into that. I was gonna sound so meathead, but I I weighed two hundred and five pounds when I started working out, and I knew that I needed to lose weight and I needed to put on muscle. And when I started, it was like. I don't know. It's it's weird because like I had to like fight myself yeah. to do it a lot, but like I would listen to other people talk and I would see other people doing these things and I would think you can do this. These yeah. other people are surviving and doing this. You're not going to break. And then if I ever felt like I was going to break, I would make myself do more. Yeah, because I was like you ha- like you have to be better than this. And and I never had that from somebody, and I really wish I had because I feel like I think a lot of like our holdbacks are in our own mind and that's why i try to push myself beyond because i'd like your body can take this yeah your brain is the thing telling you to stop your body can take that's why it's gonna sound so braggadocious but we did a trail race that was a 10 mile (laughs) trail race on mile two i stepped in a hole on like these was not these were not trails these were like logging roads that like trucks had like with 
just dug they, into the grass. They made this trail the day before with a four wheeler. Yeah, what? <laughs> we were running through like just the woods. There was no like f- like safe path, right? I ran and stepped in a hole and twisted my ankle and was, fell down. It was bad. It was swollen. Really? It was swollen to like the size of like a softball on the side Ooh. of my ankle. He finished it. But I ran eight more miles on that messed up ankle because I kept pushing myself. I was like, you can do this. You don't feel bad right now. You can make it through. He still beat me with two good ankles. So <laughs> yeah. That's, I, was, like, I didn't it, fall. <laughs> It, it's like it's like I know that like like granted was that smart to do probably not smart to do yeah. probably caused myself a little bit longer of a recoup time by doing that but I had to prove to myself that I could actually do it and if I had like I'd never have had a coach that's looked at me and gone like like oh you 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 twist your ankle that's that's okay so and you finished great did you win yeah. <laughs> like why the hell like why were you so why are like, you just happy gets, yeah. get faster why yeah. did you step in the hole in the first place dumbass <laughs> like that, that's what I'm doing to myself in my own head yeah. or trying to be like what would I do if I wasn't satisfied with this and I've tried never to be satisfied with my own performance I get upset with myself even though I'm probably doing okay I just don't like it which is probably a bad mentality that's, to what, have. I, that's what I do with my running too with myself well, well, that's what I was going to say you have to. why sometimes lifting with a partner better than lifting by yourself Mm -hmm. you know because you got somebody to push you like don't get me wrong i've cheese dicked workouts but if i I feel like cheese dick like half-assed it okay so like i have i didn't know that i kind of figured from context clues but i like i've never heard cheese dick you never heard of cheese dick i don't lift no i don't know i've heard of half-ass no my my track coach used to say he's like like, we're not gonna half-ass a bunch of shit we're gonna whole ass this one thing let's do it (laughs) no like i've cheese dicked workouts and like i don't have a workout partner i i wish i had someone that like when i would go finish something and i'd like stop short on eight he'd be like nah fuck you get down do ten like, I wish I had that, but, like, I feel like some of the people who I do work out with take it very casually, and that's, like, it, it helps a lot, so. No, I, I, I completely, so, perfect example of this, I lived with my brother, mm-hmm. right, and <laughs> I would push him, and because he was there, it would push me, if he got a little bit higher weight, you'd want to do more. I'd be like, I gotta do way more yeah. than him. So I would push myself. I would do more. But there was a point at which we were doing an exercise. I was exhausted, tired. I wanted to be done. He went inside to go to the bathroom, and it was my set to go. And it wasn't something I needed a spotter for. It was like crunches or push-ups or something like that. And I was just tired, and I wanted to stop. And in my head, the, 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 one, the, the little voice comes up. It's like, you know, he's not here. You could just say you did it. Yeah. And then... And then I thought to myself, like I was like the other side, the logical side, I was like, "What the fuck is the point of that? Yeah. What are you? Do- You're not doing this for him. You're doing this for you, you idiot. Don't. <laughs> st- what are you like, like? And then I made myself do the set and more that I was supposed to do because I ga- I had gave myself that leeway of like, well, you could just pretend you did this. It's your super ego. Who the hell is that helping? You, you dumb dumb bastard. So do you know how many times I've wanted to walk? I'd it's like my brain is convincing me to walk yeah. in, a, in a race. In a race, so yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, uh, no. Yeah. So, like, scientifically, you got three, in like, in psychology, you got three parts of your brain. You got your super ego, you got your id, and then you got, I can't remember the other one, but basically, your id is telling you to walk because that's what, like, you're, you want, but your super ego is like, no, fuck that. You're going to fucking keep going. I can't remember what the third one is. It's been a while since I yeah. was in my psychology class, but... 
Anyway, we're getting way well. Your, yeah, well, your ego well, and your super ego, super ego. Yeah. Well, we'll lead back into the movie. I just I wanted to ask you guys that because yeah, I mean for me, yeah, I've had coaches. I've had coaches push me. I've had coaches yell at me, belittle me. Whether it was for my own good or not, debatable. But I've had good coaches throughout my life, but I've never had somebody put me through what this kid did and went through in this movie and, yeah. it, and it it was like oh shit yeah so. i i don't know it's I, that's why i think it's weird it's a deep desire that's why i like watching these like movies of these psychotic perfectionists you wonder if he did him a did he do him a favor <coughs> yeah. and help him or did he just make his life worse yeah that's the question right you have to like live in that like yeah is is this the right thing to have done or is it like is it harmful could and, you have done a bit could you have done it in a different way yeah could you have been more supportive would that have worked if you like that's why the good job thing comes in there Could've right gave him a hug like <laughs> like me I'm, I'm I'm there'll, there'll be times in the, like just the last thing i'll say about lifting is there'll be times in the gym where we're like lifting or something like that and somebody will start like like talking while they're doing a lift or say something i was like if you can fucking talk to me you're not doing enough weight right Get to yeah. it yeah and like, right. like that's like i try to like put i try to pull back from the farthest i would push myself just a little bit because i want to push people but at the same time i was like i can't push people as hard as i would push me because yeah. then i would be a fletcher fletcher is a psycho <laughs> but sometimes you need that sometimes you need someone like dude like I want someone to like get in my face and like scream at me. Like I, I feel like I need that. It would help. Yeah, it would help sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Like, but I don't know. Some people like some people just couldn't take or that. throw a symbol at my head. Yeah, throw you know. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into the movie a little Absolutely. bit more. Let's talk about like. Do you guys have like any scenes from like the let's call it the first part of oh, the movie? Oh God, the insults. The ins- like Fletcher is so fucking witty. Like when he's doing the thing. <laughs> So it's this guy named Parker, and the quote is, Parker, that is not your boyfriend's dick. Do not come early. Let's <laughs> talk about the classroom scene where yeah. we first like, see the band. And, Do you, and I, I'm purely asking because of the movie and all his insults. Yeah. Does he have something against gays? <laughs> no. I don't think so. No, no like almost so. every insult, man, it's about boyfriends and dicks almost I think, I think some of it might actually be like some of these guys <laughs> some of these people are actually gay yeah, maybe. Like but yeah they could it, yeah it could just be like i don't know maybe maybe because he's a little older maybe that's a thing too like yeah. it's just like those are like you know calling somebody gay what's well, also in, you know, 2014 so yeah so so actually i like that I, we could talk about that scene a little bit more there's a there's something though that I'd like to point out. Do you like? Did you guys pick up on the, the just the stark cro- contrast between the classrooms? Like when we see Andrew's classroom with all like the yeah. people like hanging out and like the the you know, walking around talking. The teacher comes. And he's like, "Good morning, everybody," and they're still talking. And and then he goes, "I said good morning," and then they like all like kind of yeah. like responded back to him. When Fletcher. And before Fletcher enters the room, they hear him coming, and then everybody straightens up and shuts up. Nobody's talking. Nobody's nothing. Even though Fletcher walks across the whole room, yeah. puts his coat up, takes his earbuds out, like no, but there's not a sound in that room but him entering it, and it's like wildly different than the other classrooms. Yeah, he's just like everybody is terrified of this man and like you know what he could do. It's just, it's fascinating. Honestly, see. I can, it, it, it was funny watching it because it's almost like Fletcher's like a drill instructor and all these fucking band kids are like recruits. Yeah. 
And, like, he, he runs it like a fucking boot camp. Like, he gets in people's faces, yells at them, throws shit at them. I loved it when he convinced that kid that he was out of tune when he really oh, was. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I knew that. I called him. Tell me it's not you, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was oh, that's such a good that's a good scene. Yeah. And, and, two, it's it also kind of built. There's some, like, little things in, in that, like, scene that stack up for later on in the movie. For example, um when he introduces himself to Carl for the first time, um, Carl's like, you're going to flip my pages during practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that scene, he's like, page, page. And he's like yeah. yelling at him to flip the page because he wasn't like, wasn't right with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Neiman's like, oh, I got, I got it. But it also is like, it's kind of showing some like aggression, right? It's almost like one of the things the director had said in, in an interview was that bullies create bullies. So like a lot of oh, it's yeah. like people like becoming bullies to survive around a bully, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got like him yelling at, at him like for for no reason, and then whenever whenever he comes back in the like they they have a moment where they go out in the hallway and Fletcher probes him for some information to harm him with later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes back in and he's playing, and you can see Carl's face watching him play, and it's almost like this fucking shit. Are you fucking like? Come on, I could do that. Like it's, it, we and we see that reflected later on in the movie when Neiman is watching uh, um, the other dude. I can't remember his name. The uh, red. Yes, the redhead. I, I can't remember, remember his name either. I'm, I'm looking for it right now, but it, I'm pretty sure Conley. That's yeah. I don't even need it. Uh, Conley, <laughs> Conley's character, and he's like, he's like, you fucking serious with this? Like, yeah. like immediately, he's just like, like, like I'm way better than this guy. Like, so it's them becoming like like more and more but like you see andrew who's like this pure soul also i forgot to bring this up the short when they filmed the short pretty much all of the actors in that short were the same except for the person that played andrew Naiman. and the guy that played andrew Naiman was I, I don't remember his name i could look at right now but i could tell you who it was and you'll know i'm assuming both of you saw um scott pilgrim Oh, please tell me it's not fucking Michael Sarah. I fucking hate I Michael have, Sarah. I haven't to be you honest. Please. Scott, uh, uh-uh. Scott Pilgrim? I wow. fucking hate Michael Sarah. Um, he's in some other stuff too, but Scott Pilgrim, Young Neil. It's not Michael Sarah. No, it's Young Thank Neil God. from from that movie. It's the kid that plays like who becomes like Scott's replacement in the band uh, later on. Um, but yeah, it's the like that that guy was there. And he played you know decently. I feel like the Miles is you know I I don't know how long they had to film that mm-hmm. like that short, but they they you know did it in a weekend and they had him. So you know it, it wasn't bad performance, but like it's it's de- definitely stepped up by Miles Teller mm-hmm. in the actual movie. But yeah, it's a uh, like there's just a lot in that scene. There's so many different things that like take place. Any like standouts from there? there? The first section that really stood out for me, it pissed me off. Uh, the hallway scene where he's asking about his personal life, mm-hmm. trying to he's acting like he's buddy buddy with him, just mm-hmm. just getting to know him. Which if, if when you're first watching, it, it's like, okay, cool. He he actually does have a good side to him. He actually wants to know about him a little bit. But I'm sorry, but like I said, I'm all f- I'm all for you know pushing people especially when they have the potential but when you take it personal when you make it personal mm-hmm. all he was doing was gathering information to use against him later yeah he wanted to talk shit about his dad talk shit about his mom his family all that and then so you know when he starts screwing up you know he starts getting personal with it you could even tell 
uh, Miles Teller's character was like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Like, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. And I thought that was just... He realized that... It pissed me off. He realized in that moment, he's like, oh, I, I need to... He doesn't give a shit about... My, yeah. my personal life he i need to have my guard up at right, all times around right. this guy this guy is going to try to destroy me and it's really like he's like it's that moment of like this guy will either either make or break me that's pretty much what yeah. it is so he's like i have to steal myself and then like then we get to the point later on where he's yelling at him at like he's we get the tempo scene right where mm-hmm. like so they come back in the room and they start playing and he's like feeling he's like yeah and then carl like i said looks pissed off teller is doing a, a decent enough job playing and then all of a sudden fletcher throws a fucking chair at his yeah. head and he's like do you know why i threw a fucking chair at your head he's, and it he like no. he had no clue. He's and he's just fucking like lost it at that point and he's like he's he has him count off. Actually like I I was looking up he's actually keeping perf- like pretty close to perfect time yeah. when he's when he's doing the counting and like Fletcher tells him count count this off and then at one point he, he got, he's like I didn't know they let retards into Schaefer mm-hmm. and he's like like just insulting him over and over again and he goes count and he's got him counting and he's like he starts to slap him because he's like are you are you dragging or are you are you oh gosh are you rushing or are you dragging, dragging. and he starts slapping him to show him that he's, <laughs> he's rushing my tempo yeah and he's just and it's just like this moment of like he's pretty there's much not, perfect there's nothing worse than when somebody makes you second guess yourself yeah it's like that moment so like we you talked about like that kid thought that he was out of out of tune even though Naaman Andrew thinks I'm on tune. I'm perfect. I'm yeah. pretty much perfect right now. He's saying like he's just he was he was just doing it to like make him try harder. He could have said, "Yeah, good job." That's why later on in the movie we have him yeah. have to compete for the spot that he's already earned because he's just temporary core. Even though when he says that, Andrew's like, "What do you mean? I am core? What the hell does that mean? Temporary <laughs> yeah. core?" And it's because he sees that Andrew's gotten a little bit complacent. And he doesn't want him to be complacent. He wants him to constantly be like. We get to see. So after that scene, he crushes Andrew's spirit in this room. Right? Andrew doesn't go back home and cry. Doesn't lose his mind or anything like that. He goes on his date, like which mm-hmm. we can talk of, talk a little bit more about, like the interactions between him and that him and the girl. Uh, but after that, he locks himself in a room and. Plays, just plays and practice so he's and, bleeding and yeah b- b- like makes his hands bleed he's practicing so much and he's just going like learning the song he like he like double and triple banding yeah. his hand it's yeah. like Jesus, psychotically dude. practicing this song and then the next time we hear him play is one month later it's at the competition yeah. one month later well you uh you missed the scene where um it's a small part, but where him and that other drummer are arguing because he left. The oh, that's paper. not a, that's not a small part at all. I wasn't I wasn't oh. jumping that. I was just saying that was the next time we hear him, and it's oh, okay. and Fletcher says, "Let's hope you do fucking better than you did a month ago." Yeah, because like he was like even though he was good, mm-hmm. he was really good, and he's just like he just like wanted to see like have you have you used this time because he hasn't let him play since, mm-hmm. or have you just you know gotten like you know left it be he knew that he was good enough to do it if he had been practicing mm-hmm. or if he knew the song it was because he was good enough in practice we could probably still win if we let him play but what you said small scene yeah. 
Not a small scene at all, no. if you think about it. Mm-mm. And it's maddening because there's no answer out there to this question, but there's so many theories as to this question. So I asked you guys, who took the binder? There's a scene at the beginning. They're they're going through all of the stuff. I'll, I'll I'll touch back. I know I asked you guys a question. I'm gonna let me catch everybody up in the that's listening. So there's a scene where they are at a school putting putting on a performance, and I believe I have the name of the school written down in my in my notes. Um, but they're at a performance. Was it Shermer High School? It might have been Shermer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> nope. Oh no, sorry. Uh, where's practice? Andrew plays Whiplash on stage. Uh, let's see here. Where's it at? Fletcher. Fletcher's nice to kid in the hallway. Overbrook jazz competition. Oh, okay. Overbrook. So it's an Overbrook <clears throat> jazz competition, and then we see Fletcher in the hallway being nice to a kid. But then he immediately comes back in, and he has, uh, he's talking to everybody. He's like, I think he calls them all <laughs> cocksuckers. Yeah, he's like, all right, cocksuckers. And then he goes through all of that. He, like, and he tells him, he's like, oh, and if I see anybody leave one of these, these fucking binders around, I will fucking end you. And then, then the, there's a kid walking up on his side, and he's like, get the fuck out of my sight before I demolish you. Yeah. And then a little bit later, he's like, I can still see you, mini-me. And he like <laughs> screams at him. But but yeah, so they they all have these binders or these folders with the um, the music in it. And everybody's supposed to keep their folder with them. After the performance on stage, Carl hands Andrew. Here it comes. There it was. That's a mayor. <laughs> Andrew gets the folder. Carl gives him the folder, and he hold. He's like, "Hold on to this for me." And he takes it, holds it on. He grabs it, and he walks over. And then he is. The, the, we have a, I believe we get a shot of the hallway. There are a set of chairs on the left side of the hallway and vending machines. And it's so close that you could touch both if you reach your hands out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Andrew tosses the binder or the folder down on a chair, turns, gets a soda out of the vending machine, and then hears people down the hallway and looks. And approximately, since we've seen this folder last, 20 to 30 seconds has passed. And then we hear Carl's voice, and Carl says, Andrew, or, or is it, where's the fucking folder, Neiman? I want to see the folder. And he's like, oh, it's right here. And he looks, and the folder is fucking gone. Who took the folder? Folder's gone. I definitely JK. I want to say JK, but I feel like that's too much of a given. I, I kind of want to say Carl was setting him up for failure. Well, the whole thing is, after they have that conversation... JK talks to Carl and says, I gave the folder to you to hold on to. It was your responsibility. Why the fuck did you give it to Andrew? Oh, he also... Oh, God. Was it... He says that... Oh, God. It wasn't that... It wasn't that point, but you reminded me of another great line that he has. Because... Hmm. <laughs> He says, "You give you give a calculator to a fucking retard. He's gonna try to turn on the TV with it." Yeah, and I don't know if it was that point he says it, but it's very close to that point in the movie. But he, yeah, that just well, it was better. after they were arguing. But like, I feel like J.K. definitely took it because I feel like he was trying to prove a point. Maybe not like a point of responsibility. Probably like tie it into somehow. Like, if I can't trust you with the folder, how the fuck can I trust you to play a drum set on stage? Type thing. So I definitely think J.K. saw it and was like, "Oh, well, stupid shit." And I think, I think uh, Teller got his one back at him because, so, you know, I I know a little bit of guitar. I self-taught. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing crazy, 
but um and then i attempted the drums how'd that go not well if you want to do me a favor hit that uh that uh bottom right red button on that little recorder there i'll tell you how much i know the drums that one yeah that's all i learned that's it that's, it. that's all i could do <laughs> for some odd reason my hands and feet can't move at the same time i guess so the fact that my point is the fact that he memorized the entire song without looking at a sheet of paper is pretty damn impressive and i don't think J- my point is i don't think jk expected that either no i think okay so there's no answer to this question the people say that it could have been a janitor walk past grab mm-hmm. it or something along those lines but you know some people think it's you know carl but it really wouldn't have like i don't know carl i, I can't conceivably think how that would help carl in any way and then we have because we have it's rapid secession right we have he turns around oh yeah it's not it's not there and he starts freaking out yeah he starts screaming at, him. <laughs> screaming at him and then two seconds later after his like meltdown finishes uh fletcher yells uh tanner get your ass in here he's looking for tanner the the he's looking for drums they walk in and he has to tell him, I was like, I don't have the folder. He's like, what do you mean you don't have the fucking folder? He's like, you lost it? He's like, I gave it to Neiman, and he lost it. And he's like, why'd you give the fucking folder yeah. to Neiman? He's like, it's your responsibility. And the, and and he, the, the one thing that I think is kind of a, a possible clue that um, Fletcher took the folder or had someone else take it because he's, I don't know how he could have gone in that. I'm pretty sure he could have asked somebody to do it, but oh, he he, he could have asked anyone any, to do anyone anything, yeah, done, yeah, and, yeah, okay. and then to shut their damn mouth, and they would have done it, and it would have been Serious fine. <laughs> yeah, but there is a point at which he's like, he's like, all right, well, we'll just fucking move on without it, whatever. And and, what? and Carl from the scene that I was talking about earlier looks at him and says, "Well, I I can't play without the music. I need the the visual." And cue. that's when Andrews. Like, that's that's why he was screaming at Andrew in the practice room because he wasn't turning the pages fast enough because he doesn't know the song without the music he needs to see it immediately yeah. so he if he wasn't fast enough that's why like Neiman was almost like or Neiman uh, is is looking at him and he's like he's like oh he like it's, he does it real quick but he's like probably thinking to himself like he can't survive a second without being able to yeah. see it like I can do this like I can yeah. play the whole song right now but that then Andrew who has been practicing the song for an entire fucking month says oh yeah I can do it and Fletcher's like well let's hope you play better than we heard you, a month ago doesn't he say I don't have the exact quote but you mess up one fucking note you're done isn't doesn't he say something along those lines? Maybe it's something. One along mistake, that was, one mistake, and you're done. I thought that was the second one after the the car accident, because he shows up and oh, yeah. then was it, it the car. It, accident? it was before. It was before the car accident. It was at that. Uh, it was because he was showing up school. Light. Yeah, yeah. He he does threaten okay. him. There. He might threaten him in both spots though. He he might, yeah. Have. Wouldn't surprise me that he would throw or that he would be you know. I don't know. Psychotic about it in both instances. Well, then, so after that, uh, we got. Uh, Miles Teller and his girlfriend at the coffee shop, and he's dumping her. Yeah, it was, actually, that's that happens shortly after. Um, he they they find out that um the they they're getting a new oh uh, a new drummer. They're get, no that they're getting a like they're they only have like like uh, eight hours to learn a song right. It's, mm-hmm. it's he's like here's the new song. It's Caravan. He's got that like so he's 
he's giving up the, to them at like one in the afternoon and tells them they have until eight or until nine o'clock to to learn it and then he's gives them like hey conley's been practicing this i uh, give it to him this morning and yeah, he's, he yeah. gives him a head start and he also throws andrew into it after he'd just been practicing you mm-hmm. know so like he's tired probably already and mm-hmm. he's, you're gonna get into it but yeah then after that like rough moment with with conley and and simmons they uh, he cut they cut to him and like he's breaking up his girlfriend which we've entirely jumped over their whole entire relationship so let's summarize the relationship there wasn't much yeah they're not pizza date dump so (laughs) the one thing so they they he sees her in the movie theater probably a lot and doesn't say anything to her ever he gets on the band and then immediately goes and asks her out because he has the confidence to do Mm -hmm. it and she says yes they go to a date on which uh, they they they're eating pizza. They're listening to music. Uh, fun fact: the song that he identifies and says uh, the name of the the person that's singing it, mm-hmm. not real. Oh, yeah, not actually a singer. Uh, like not even a person. They just made it up, and it was the one of the composer from the movie that oh. had written the song. They just made it up as like a story or whatever. Hmm. Um, so they have a good time. She's showing a lot of interest in him. And then there, we get a, like a text during like the ride to the, the one school to say, Hey, call me when you get back in town. We'll, we'll hang out. And then he's breaking up with her the yeah. next time. So there's like three scenes where it's like actually together to, for to summarize his relationship. And in which he is super, super mean to her because yeah. he is becoming like Fletcher. He's becoming a bully. He's like already like, he's like, let, let me lay this out for you. This is exactly how this relationship is going to go. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, and he's just being cold and mean. He's actually wearing a tight black shirt at the same time that he's like doing it too. And you can tell he feels bad after mm-hmm. he's, after he's done it. But like, he's like, he still goes through it the whole time. Um, but yeah, well, it's, he's become, he's becoming a more obsessed with it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and she she mentions she's like we you mean you mean our relationship where you are mean to me whenever we're together and I barely see you anyway so you know not a big loss here but like they're both still I would say pretty upset considering but I don't know how like I know that we start in the fall and then summer we end in the, yeah summer is where uh, we end up with like after everything happens. Um, which has to be very close to when that happens. Yeah. So, like, it's not that long of a relationship. So, I can understand why she well, there wouldn't was care. The uh, the dinner scene where you see Andrew's <laughs> shitty family. So, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys, um, this might be a little telling, but I want to ask it anyway. What was the hardest scene for you guys to watch during the whole movie? Like, just entirety of the movie. Oh, that like, it wasn't really hard, but it was the whole like thing of like. The bus gets a flat tire. Then he's got to go to the fucking uh, uh, car thing, and then this, and then he gets a car gets in an accident. Like that whole like the the day of the Dunnellan competition. Yeah, that whole thing. I was like, that is yeah. What? That's a that, that's that a lot. Was like that or or when right at the end when Fletcher was like, I knew it was you, you spineless fuck. Okay. And then those are the two. But what was your hardest to watch scene or like part of the movie? What did you have the struggle to get through? Personally, yeah, watching it, yeah. What did what made you? Like, I mean, go, uh. like like I said, the whole movie, the whole movie hits certain, uh, at least for me, points buttons. in my yeah buttons yep. throughout my life. Like like I said, what J.K. does to Teller, I could rattle off four different high school coaches I had <laughs> through the years that did not all of it, but 
this coach did that okay yep he did the other one did this little things here and there that i could relate to but you had just mentioned it for the first time i think for me it was the dinner scene with his family that was the hardest because i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into great detail of personally but i mean how many times i mean that has to happen to a lot of people where you're at a family dinner you're proud of what all you have accomplished Mm -hmm. there's always somebody better at that table and you try to talk about what you've accomplished what your goals are what you're working towards and people either ignore it or overshadow don't think it's cool not interested and you're just kind of like okay whatever so that that was a little rough for sure that was a hard scene for me to watch not really not because you too yeah i hated that scene i actually relationship with your family it pissed you off it wasn't because of that (laughs) i honestly i think that i don't think like that i didn't like feel like it was i don't know it was embarrassing in both rights so it was embarrassing how shitty his family was and just like kind of kind of showed through a little bit like he's talking to his dad in the the kitchen it pissed me off that his dad didn't speak up at all at the dinner table yeah that's so that's a thing that like uh, that i think later on i'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that but yeah his dad doesn't stand up for him his dad doesn't stand up for anything his dad at the beginning of the movie gets bumped into while he's sitting in a chair at the movie theater and he says sorry to the guy that hit him oh yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah and then at dinner he's like oh gosh this uh this uh this meat's a little bit tough i'm gonna have to chew through this leather huh and he's like (laughs) He starts laughing and he's like, "Is he gonna say anything?" He's just laughing about it. It's like his his uncle's being like a huge ass. <clears throat> it's just something so simple. Like you're trying to just say what you're going through, your accomplishments. Yeah. And there's always something. There's always somebody doing something better. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, it's not even. I don't even think it's better in this scenario. I think it's like they just don't care. Like, right. like, so, like, she's like, "How's that drum? Like, the drumming thing going? The drumming, thing. <laughs> the drumming. Yeah, how is number one? <laughs> how is your career going? Right? Like, that's like I'm in. And then like, he's like, "Oh, it's going pretty, pretty well. I'm actually part of like the uh, the JV or, or I forget what it, the, one of the biggest orchestras. What, no, what is it called? The 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 jazz band. I forget what it is. But yeah, he's a studio band. Member. Studio band. Thank yeah. you. He, he's like, I'm part of the Schaefer Studio Band. There's number one and, in the nation. And he's like, it's uh, we're number yeah we're like number one um in this I forget what he says number one in the state, which means we're num- number one in the country yeah. pretty much from the top of the top. Yeah. Like, oh, that's great, good for you. And then like they immediately moved on. Well, see, so how you both said you hated it i hated most of it until miles teller tells his brother his brother goes well why don't you play it for the football team and he goes four words you'll never hear from the nfl his cousin his cousin oh it's his cousin yeah because it's, cousin. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. it's just him and his dad that's why i love that but scene because i was like he did he did have a mic drop moment yeah. i'll give him that and that's why i was like <clears throat> fuck yeah at least but you it, said something n- I, I again, the whole scene was cringe for me. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Like, so they go through that, right? The the kids come in and there's like, uh, like it's like, oh, you know, he's uh he's gonna be uh what, what was it the United Nation or like these like uh I forget what the the the, yeah, the, the scholastic thing that the one yeah. bo- one cousin's doing, and then the other one is a football player. He's the the quarterback or whatever, and they're like sh- like going on and on and on, and then 
I was like, you're. He's like, oh, you got, like, you got a record, got a record, and then like he's gonna be, he's, he's doing, he's leading this like thing for the school, and and you've gotten, you got teacher of the year for yeah. for for this, and he's like, and and Andrew with his drumming thing, like that, like that's again back to that, and and then he's he's like, they keep like, he's like, oh, school record, he's like, yeah, like ninety eight yards at a, or something, at a division three school so then even, they all look at him he goes it's not even it's, like, it's not even division two <laughs> and he's like and then yeah and then like we go through he's, he's kind of like they, he, he has zingers ready for all of them because he's been around fletcher yeah and he's made him like fast at being a bully that's and, like, what i was gonna say and like if this dinner scene was at the very beginning of the movie he wouldn't have said shit no not at all he would have been like he, he just, just sat there and ate it and then 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 one thing that i, I really like i think is kind of telling about the whole thing he starts down this road of being shitty to all of them, right? Because they're being shitty to him. Yeah. And, and you know, good. Good for him. Be shitty to them. Um, and then... Treat people as you would like to be treated. The, then you have the uncle, right? He's like, how many friends you got, Andrew? He's like, don't really see much of a point. <laughs> and he's, he's like, well, these guys got a lot of friends. And then they get to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I would rather... Or like they talk is he talked about like the the the, the one the, the singer bird and then they mm-hmm. or not singer the, the drummer. drummer bird and is they're talking about him and is like I would rather or the, his dad says oh that's not a big uh, line of success is dying of a heroin overdose at thirty four he's like I would rather die drunk and and drug addled at thirty four than live to ninety and be rich and have no one remember me. He wants he's he's like it's kind of setting up that like I'm willing to sacrifice my entire life to have the perfection and be known that that man got to while you guys are making friends and they'll remember you who gives a shit yeah. if, if the people that like that no one knows remembers you but if everybody remembers you that's like that's my line of success yeah. i want to be known by everybody and then you brought up the point <clears throat> whenever a kid says like you know what if we're such a joke why don't you come play with us come play he's like why don't you come play with us he's like, he's like four words you'll never hear from the nfl and then <laughs> his dad says or from not Rockefeller Center, but like he's like he says like a band, like a like a oh, or orca. from the blue note, blues note. No, or I, don't, I don't think it was that. I think it was it was it was something. But anyway, it was like his dad zings him after not standing up for him the whole time. Mm-hmm, he comes back yeah. and he's like, he's like, and that's why he excuses himself from dinner. He leaves. He's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, but I'm glad you picked that <clears throat> scene too because I feel like it's one of the more subtle parts of the movie it's a but, good but scene it's, big, it's a bigger scene than what you realize no yeah it's yeah it, and i i love the string of scenes too the, yeah. like the nervous wreck that is and, and the other one of the other greatest scenes and i can't like <clears throat> i don't want to skip over it at all the scene in which he brings Connolly in is right after like right before he breaks up with nicole right mm-hmm. he brings Connolly in to replace him and like or not replace him but give him like a a competition like so like because oh <laughs> because, oh, yeah. because he knows that carl is whipped at this point mm. carl can't compete he knows that carl can't compete because he can remember that like, he he doesn't need music one another thing another thing i really liked about after that scene had happened and he gets the ch- like he gets the the chair he gets to be part of core when he walks in one of the guys i think it's the dude on the Dude, a piano or somebody's like, don't you touch my fucking binder? Like, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because they thought that he did it on purpose. And then Carl looks at me, he's like, don't you fucking touch this kit? 
don't you touch this kit and like he's because he knows that he's about to be ripped out of that kit Mm -hmm. and uh that's what he does as soon as he walks in fletcher's like conley what the fuck are you doing i have time for alternates today core only and that's his way of like oh hey guess what not saying hey andrew you're gonna be core now but to to like to put down Connolly or not Connolly, it's Carl. He just like, puts Tanner down. He's like, "Get out of the seat, Tanner." Yeah, like, it's not like, "Hey, you're up." Like Andrew. Well, then it goes into so uh, Connolly starts playing and he's like, mm, "No, not there," and oh. then he keeps doing it again and he no. goes, "Yeah, sorry, I I, I was ju- I jumped back to like a, the seat of the game. Oh, yeah, so, oh, you t- oh, okay. So, yeah, so we get back to so we get to that point where he's handed off the music. He showed that and then. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, I think uh, Conley's going to be uh, like, isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. you're going to be he's going to be part of core. I found him in, the, in a room just like you. Isn't that great, Andrew?" And Andrew's pissed. Yeah. And then Fletcher gets the bad news that's about what he, that's what he wanted. He, yeah, he gets yeah. That's exactly what he wanted. He wanted to use him as like a like incentive. You, you need to be better because I will find and replace you. You're and that I, easy to replace. How long? And I can't remember off the top of my head. How long did he make those three rotates? So. So oh, they, it was. I think it was like five hours. It I was think. five hours. So, yeah. So they all have to. They like, have time to go back and like learn the song because Andrew's just handed it to like right in like right at the end of practice. Conley's had it all day, and then he goes breaks up with Nicole because he won't have time for her, yeah. which you know kind of tracks. Uh, and then he gets ready. I believe he makes a pitcher full of ice water to put his uh, bleeding hands in because yeah. he knows he's going to be practicing. Beats the shit out of his drum kit because he's like trying to get like as like perfect, perfect as he can, and he knows he's not there. And he's like getting more and more frustrated because he doesn't have the time. And then they show up, and Fletcher has a breakdown moment, like where he's like honest and like like really nice to everybody, like talking about this kid, Sean Casey who was in the band, he wasn't going to make it anywhere, but he saw a diamond in the rough and he brought him into the classroom and he he got him prepared. And, you know, it could be too, like you had brought up earlier, is there a part a point at which you go into like a detrimental state, right? You like, you beat somebody down so much and that's what we find out later is that he got depression and all that fun stuff, but he, but he was wildly successful because Fletcher, like, beat the shit out of him right he made him he got like he got uh recruited into a, an orchestra after after he got out of school he moved from like the last chair to the first chair and he was doing wildly he was doing great I think he was like number one yeah he moved to the first chair yeah, yeah. so like, he was killing it and then he he died in a car accident according to fletcher and they wanted people to hear his music which we find out later he didn't die in a car accident he killed himself he hung himself because he had depression and he felt like inadequate because of the fact that he was probably tortured by Fletcher into and thinking he never felt things. like he was going to be good enough. Yeah, he had like like he just was in despair, right? Mm-hmm. And this is that's why I like this director because uh, of drumming of all things. You could do this with any sport, any coach, any sport. Mm-hmm. You could have done the exact same story, same storyline, and it would have been okay. Would it would have played out the same would have been fine but drumming yeah it transcends the thing that it's like focused around it's focused around this specifically because that's you know what he went through when he was like you know a musician so that's why we end up with that so he plays their music then sorry for interrupting you a bunch but we end up they start at nine o'clock yeah so uh, they start off with Connolly because he's had all day to practice Connolly starts and immediately he's like no not my tempo. 
And like you can kind of see, <laughs> you like, see Andrew Smirk. Andrew Smirk, yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, he's fucked. So he goes, he does it like three more times, and he's like, you know what, let's let's have someone else do this. So then uh, Andrew goes up, and immediately he's like, not my tempo. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Alex Tanner. Tanner. Carl. He, Carl Tanner. Yeah, he tells Tanner to go up. Tanner does it, and he goes. No, we'll sit here all fucking night until I can it's find like, a goddamn I'm, drummer. I'm sorry to the musicians. Yeah. If you guys want to take, you want to take five, take a get dump. a coffee, get a dump. I don't know, I'm so then the next whatever. scene, I'm, and he goes, I'm, I'm serious. If you want to get out of here, and we're gonna, we're gonna, go, we're gonna go be here for a while. We're gonna go until these fuckers are pressed. So it cuts to the next scene where it shows the clock, and then there's the instrument guys in the bathroom, and all you hear is Fletcher just, God damn it, in the fucking background in the next room, and it's just them just sweating, beating shit. And he's like, nope, next. Yeah, I, and I think too, and I'm I'm actually kind of surprised with uh, with Conley, like the, the resolve there, because because I'm pretty like I, like I'm almost positive that after like the first cycle, we see I, we like see a look on um, Andrew's face. He's like, this is this is what this is gonna be. This is gonna be until one of us breaks. Or until one of us like makes the, like like gets it. All three of them were probably doing it right, and all and- three of them were like just going, dude. This oh, the point at which <laughs> when it's, like he's switching them out, right? And then we switch from fucking uh, uh, Carl to Conley, <laughs> and Conley goes and he starts to adjust the fucking. Seat. He's like, what are, you, <laughs> "What are you doing? Adjusting the fucking oh, the seat? seat will he's fix like, it? Uh, after all this fucking time, huh? Now it's, it was the seat's fault the whole time. You're gonna get it this time, then? All right, all right. Let's fucking see it." And he's like, oh, "I guess not." <laughs> he's yeah. like, immediately, he's just like, "A match." <coughs> well, then, the, the the best part, though, yeah, is the okay. Do you care? Go on. Okay. <laughs> so then um, Andrew goes on and he starts playing and uh, JK lets him go on for a while and then JK oh, just starts throwing shit at no, him. No, he's, he's like, he's like, keep playing. Oh, yeah. Keep it up. Keep fucking going. And he's like, faster, faster. And then he t- at one point he told him to slow down a little bit and then he just starts throwing shit at him. He threw a chair. He threw his fucking... He was ripping the kid apart. He gets yeah. in his face and initially. playing. He gets in his face initially with a cowbell and is just clanging yeah. an inch away from his ear just to like... He's like, you keep going. He's like, screaming. He's ripping the kit apart focus. and throwing it and just like, he's like, he's, yeah, breaking it out and then he's like, Andrew, you're in the part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After all that, yeah, yeah. After all that, and then, then he, he calls. Br- he brings everybody back in. Yeah, and at that point, to start their practice. At that point, <laughs> it's two a.m. Yeah, yeah. So we went from eight or nine a.m. to two a.m. So it was like nine thirty at night, I thought, or nine. It was nine nine to two a.m. So, oh, yeah. So it was five hours of them just getting berated <laughs> and like fucking beaten, and then they leave, and Andrew looks just like thousand, thousand yard stare. Beat. And then it, they, yeah, then we end up with the sequence of events where he can't, he's trying to make it to the the competition, can't make it to the competition. It also kind of shows like his relationship with other people, right? We just saw him break up with Nicole. Yeah, we only really ever see him interacting with the other people in the band, which mm-hmm. isn't a good interaction, except for like maybe like when he like is has the 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 binder earlier, <laughs> and he's like, hey, where's the folder? And he's like, oh yeah, just right. And he's being nice yeah. at that point, but like. We see him like interact. He's like the tax, the cabs, the cabs. They were supposed to be here, and, and she's like, "You gotta call them." He's like, "What?" Uh, he's like, yeah. he's, "He wants to snap at her," and then like he's slamming his fist on the door yeah. to get in. He's like, "He's like, come on, I you're, know still you're open. open. I you're know still you're open. open. Yeah. 
And then, and then uh, he's on the phone with another person in the band, and he's just like, he's telling them what to say, like like anybody in their right mind would say what he's saying to Fletcher back to him, like. Yeah. And then he gets there, and he like is like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but he's like standing up for himself. He's being like, he's like, you well, and he I shows are the same. up and Connolly is sitting on the drum set and he's like, what the fuck is he doing? I earned the part. Yeah. And then, uh, Fletcher was like, no, you didn't. It's, it's my, part. It's, it's, no, it's, it's my, he kept saying it's my part. And yeah. then he's like, it's not your part. It's, it's my, my part yeah. to lend. Yeah. Like you don't get this. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's when he threatens him. And then he has to go get his sticks that he left back at the car rental place. And then he gets hit by well, a which fucking is fucked car. Up because, do you remember when Connolly first came in? He didn't have sticks. He asked Andrew. He goes, "Can I use them?" Yeah, and uh, that's why Andrew's yeah. like, "He's like, look at, he's like, these because they they got fucking sticks. What do you need yeah. me to get my sticks for?" Yeah. And then it's just another like, I think it's just, I think that Fletcher wants him to fail, and he like, especially because he's like gotten to this point, and like it's his opportunity. He's like, I can make him distraught and i can make him try harder if i break him right now and that's what he does he breaks him because he has to go back to his car but he doesn't have he's his sticks go all in his the car. way back down to the fucking yeah and then he, he gets hit by a fucking car which by the way i found out so the way they filmed that was they they did green screen some of it but they, they had the truck when they filmed it reverse so like the, oh, okay. like it starts out the gorilla is like right in the window and then yeah. they reverse really fast. Oh, okay. And then when they flipped the car over and all the broken glass, it wasn't actually glass; it was like silicone. It looked like glass. Yeah, but that's it was, yeah. what they use a lot is uh, yeah. silicone for that. I thought that was neat. And mm-hmm. then they they add the um, they add the audio for the glass breaking after you know in post like post effects. <laughs> he hops stuff. out of the car. The guy's like, oh, "Well, don't go anywhere." He's yeah, like, it's a couple blocks down. Yeah, I gotta and go. He's, yeah, he's bleeding. His fucking, yeah. uh, apparently like uh, there must have been like they must have had like bone showing or something on his hand or something but they like you don't really get a good good side of it but but yeah it's and like he breaks during the presentation and like uh, fletcher comes up he's like you're done and then he he's literally literally bleeding all over (laughs) he can barely move his his face too you see his face during that like when he like comes up he's like yeah fletcher just looks at him (laughs) and that's when he uh he fights fletcher which i thought was was nice yeah, jumps on him and screams at him, dude. Right. I do. I, I forgot to mention it though. I've I've said it to you guys when you got here, but the the line where he where um, Conley is looking, he says something to Andrew when he first comes in and doesn't have his sticks and stuff, and he's like, "Shut the fuck up, Johnny Utah! Oh, Turn yeah. my fucking pages, <laughs> yeah. bitch." That was so fun. Like it's because oh, he was he was basically like sucking Fletcher's dick because he was like, "Are you serious? He's gonna play it's my fucking part," and he's yeah. like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, it's just like again, it's him becoming like Fletcher, but it's like he is uh, like he's the only person that really challenges Fletcher the entire movie. Yeah, and like Fletcher's like, "Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, you you haven't earned this yet." So like, like just shut the fuck up. Got a fun fact about when he fights he, uh, J.K. Hit me, not not literally. Okay. He had read, or I had read that he, J.K. Simmons, suffered two cracked ribs after that tackle. Oh, no. Beat the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. Wow. My the, God. La- the last two days of shooting. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't find that. That's that's cool, though. I, I, I can appreciate that. I, it's, again, it's that realism, right? If mm-hmm. he, like, he tackled him and, and, and knocked him down. Um, anything else from around that point i think that's like we've really kind of caught up to the point where we're almost towards the end but yeah the only other thing i was gonna say about the car crash scene was yeah i uh 
Miles Teller's scars on his face are from an actual car crash. Oh yeah, um, I, I know. I've I've seen those in all of his other movies. Yeah, so I never really like. That's where they were took from. The time was to before his acting career. Ooh, yeah. sorry. I was uh, checking our time. Where are we at? Oh, we're uh, about a uh, one fifteen in. So we're actually doing pretty well yeah. for us. For, you know, sorry guys. It uh, seemed way longer than that. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I mean, time flies when you're having this much fun. Um, so. We we're at the point where Andrew's kicked out of school. He's done. This is actually a a point that I I'd watched this movie a few times, quite a few times, Um, and I never really picked up on it until uh, my last watch through. Actually, Um, so the 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 lawyers asking him to like go like you know put put a complaint in against Fletcher because of the fact that like we're finding out about Sean Casey's family they don't have a lot of money they just want to make sure that Fletcher doesn't do this to another student and uh, you know Andrew's dad's there he's like you got to do the same thing I can't let him hurt my you know son I like how the dad's all about it all of a sudden like yeah, being there for him yeah I think it's also I think I mean I, th- I feel like they, they, they are together a lot and I feel like he's he sees like this relationship is unhealthy and he doesn't want him like any like bad things happening to his son but like he, he can't really like you know do much about it and we have like him like going through and say yeah like yeah let's do it like come on come on Andrew and he's like what do you want me to say yeah what do you want me to say he kind of gives up but they're playing a song in the background I don't know the name of the song, but they're playing a song and it's very slow and subtle and it's just like kind of dreary and it's like they play it the entirety of him getting rid of like he's getting kicked out of the school. He's like going through and throwing out all of his stuff. And then we see that he gets uh, I think oh he's he's at home with his dad. I think we see we see this before he like goes to the, the club. So they're playing all this music. They're playing that music slowly over it's the the whole time. And another piece that I would love to point out is that I, I thought like it's probably because of this, but I could be wrong. They're watching a movie in his apartment and they're eating popcorn and stuff like they would do at the movie theater. Yeah. Because Andrew broke up with the girl that works at the movie theater, so oh, they can't oh, go back because he can't yep. face that girl That's after right. doing that. Yep. That's what I'm assuming. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I thought that, that was, was good I thought that was kind of fun. Um, and then he's walking down, and he uh, sees a sign that says that um, Fletcher is playing in the the Jazz club. Rumor, right? Yeah. He goes in, and what song is Fletcher playing? But the song that was playing in the background, really drearily, as he's getting oh, kicked man. out of school. But it's like a light version of that, and it's like kind of like it's like you know, it's still kind of depressing. But at the same time, it's like. It's a little bit more upbeat than what than what it is. So it's almost like they're we're kind of like we're aligning like Fletcher's got like maybe they maybe they're both like maybe Andrew as he's doing all this stuff has got this song in his head mm-hmm. right and then Fletcher also has a song in his head and he's playing it on the piano kind of getting it out there and like that's what he's that's what he's doing but we see Fletcher Fletcher on stage playing and 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 uh he sees him and he's like oh great and then he gets spotted by him so he's like oh, i gotta get the fuck out of yeah. here because he's like i gotta get out of here i just like I, and like i don't know like i said it's it's just some sort of draw between these two where he's like i have to like i know i fucked him over i gotta see where he's at I, he's like on stage is he still doing well i've you know like let's and then he catches them he's like hey and they get a drink and they're sitting there talking and they, they when they, i was they watching that, that it almost feeled like f- for a minute it uh, contrasting to the end when you find out like 
why he invited him to the JVC. Um, I felt like he wanted to. Uh, he was almost alluding to the fact that he was sorry for what he did, so he, so Andrew mm-hmm. could like open up and then accept him going to the JVC. But it, in this entire plan that Fletcher has, he's like, I'm gonna fuck you no. so hard. Yeah, I I almost I think I, I think too. Maybe it, it gets. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's he wants to listen, Andrew. If you didn't know this already, mm-hmm. I see potential, and when I see potential, I don't let people just you know sit in it. I, I want I want to make sure that I'm pushing them to their to, to their best, and I I feel like I have to explain this to you because somebody complained about me. And somebody got me kicked out of school because they didn't understand. <laughs> and that. the worst ever, he goes, oh, "Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought wow. you were still there. Wow, whatever happened." <laughs> he knew the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like he's like, "Let me spell out for you exactly, you know, why I am the way I am." It doesn't justify the way he is. Mm-hmm. It's just it, like the way he is. And he tells that story again about a bird becoming bird. And the, and actually, fun fact, that's not what happened. Bird never had a symbol thrown at his head. His like it was thrown at his feet, and it was and the there was a question out there of like, was it misremembered because of like you know it would just like for the story it works better, or was it misremembered or misinterpreted by Fletcher and Andrew because it you know it it kind of allows them to accept this violent side in their lives. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, the actual in actuality, it was thrown at his feet, and it was just his like the person's way of saying, "Get off the stage." There are people out here, or senior people here, that mm-hmm. don't understand your play style, so you need to like you know chill when you're here. Like I, that that was that was a piece. I thought it was brilliant because he got two things in one. One, he planned out his kind of little payback scheme, but he also wanted Andrew in his performance because he knew he was the best so yeah. he got kind of like a two-for-one deal yeah so the um so charlie so charlie parker was who like we get a lot i i, I wanted to get the name because i kept saying you know bird but charlie parker was the one and that's why fletcher later on in that conversation because teller asked the question you did wonder if you discourage the next charlie parker and he says well that's impossible because the next Charlie Parker wouldn't get discouraged by what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, he goes on a little bit to like, you know, just again, kind of justify that thing. Uh, fun fact though, before I get too far into it, um, Charlie Parker actually, <laughs> it's it, like, he mimics him a lot um, during the movie. Charlie Parker doesn't actually, like he, he didn't, practice ever like he wasn't big into practicing he didn't know how to read music uh and uh he would learn based off of uh like watching other people play like so like if he had to play a song that existed he would watch other people do it and yeah so it's kind of like that uh, that's another like you know misremembering from like i guess andrew's like misunderstanding of like Mm -hmm. the person himself or just the way he's being so we go through all of the all of that uh, the dinner and all that, and then he asks him to play with him. But he's like, "Why not Conley?" And he says, "Conley was just a tool, yeah, to get you to be better." And then he said, "What about Tanner?" And he's like, "Tanner 
is like pre med pre med now. I, he got discouraged, mm-hmm. is what he says. So he knows that Tanner isn't the next Charlie Parker. But yeah, I think I think mostly in his head is that he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this kid over, and I'm going to give him what I wanted to give him. I want to give him a moment. Because they talk about it over and over again. It's like how Charlie Parker had the symbol thrown at his head. Oh. And he and he's like, he wants him to have that moment of, you didn't do it. Come back next time and do fucking better. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he wanted. So that's why he pulled him. And I also noticed, like, when, when we go, like, he actually, uh, so we do have another scene with Nicole where he calls her and it's oh, like yeah. very, very, very cringy. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I've got a performance. She's like, oh, I could ask my boyfriend. And he's like, oh, but he doesn't really listen to jazz. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, it's not for everybody. Uh, when in actuality, I th- like, I think he would have probably, like, if he was still in, like, the Fletcher mode, he would have been like, well, I re- there are some people out there that are assholes. Or something like, <laughs> yeah. that. He like, he would have said something a little bit more <laughs> shitty. Um, but then yeah the 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 performance happens and then he pulls like or they're in the room and he fletcher is like doesn't say anything like he doesn't come in and say hey cocksuckers to like these professionals right have fun it's like have fun out there and like do your best and like because this this place is what will make or break a lot of people's careers so so these people will remember or they will for like forget you yeah at that that point in the movie you're like that's weird well why is is he talking when i was you just threw your cat i did because she's trying to eat hair off of the ground which is not something i want to deal with later oh my god so when i was watching that i was like i was like okay maybe (laughs) Sorry, dude, I can't break her throat a cat across the basement. I love it. You make you're making it sound like I'm abusing this animal. She landed on her feet five feet away from me because I picked her up and tossed her away from a gigantic hairball she was trying to eat. Minor details. No big details. This is not. We're not talking about you being okay with incest or Mason sleeping through the beginning of a movie. Okay. We're talking about like animal abuse here, and I don't abuse my animals. Call fade. Well, in case anybody else has missed the last six episodes, there's a summary right there for you. <laughs> so no, it, so it goes into the final scene of this movie, and it seems like it's like Fletcher. They have mutual respect now. You like, knew it wasn't going to have a happy ending. I when I first when I watched it the first time. Uh, going in, he goes like, "All right, have fun," and then he and then he goes on stage. He goes, "We're gonna switch it up and play a new tune." And then Andrew's looking my, through his shits, my, and I'm like, my, "No fucking way!" My stomach dropped when he said that. I'm like, "Oh, he did it again." And then he's like looking around. Everyone's flipping the pages, and then Fletcher walks up to him and he goes, "I know you fucking said it." I was and like, then walks oh, back to the shit. front, and I was like, "Oh, come on!" And I paused the movie and looked how much was left. There was like 15 minutes left. I'm like, "There's no fucking way it ends like this." Well. Fun fact. Andrew's final drum performance lasts nine minutes long. His final drum solo is around five minutes long. That is just just the solo. It is an insane amount of time to to be drumming drumming like that. Uh, Yeah. Like violently drumming. It is insane. Like the toll that would like it's it's crazy. It's like to like and it's completely understandable why he could go from dry to soaking wet at the end yeah. of the scene. Like it's- well, so when they're doing that, you can see Andrew, and he's like trying, he's trying. to do something. So then song ends. He gets up. His dad sees him. He walks over to just walk out. He gives his dad a hug, and then he's like, fuck that. Goes back on stage. Fletcher's in the middle of talking, and he just starts drumming. 
and he tells the cello player, he's like, you know, play this, you know. We're, we're going to slow it down here. And then Andrew... Oh, yeah, he just starts, comes like, out starts just playing Caravan. caravan. And yeah, then, he, yeah, he does, he looks at the bass guy, and he's like, I'll cue you in, Caravan. Yeah, and then Fletcher turns around like, what the fuck? And then uh, it was funny, because he's drumming, and he looks at Fletcher, and he's like, fuck you. And then he's like, still playing. <laughs> and then Fletcher's like, I will gouge out your fucking eyes. And then he hits the drum, like, so it kicks up right, like, in, right his in his face. Right in his face, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's, it's like, in that moment, and he's like, he... He realized, like, listen, this isn't, this isn't about uh, like us. Like, this yeah. isn't about you. This isn't about like. It's like, this is like, I've, I'm confident that I'm, I'm good enough to do this fucking thing. And you're trying to take this thing away. Like, you put me out here in front of all these people. You're trying to take my career away. I need to do something right now in this moment to say fuck you. This is yeah. And this is my like. This is it. And like, and you know what? If I'm gonna like, I think it's also too like. You know what? If this is my last moment, I'm gonna go off this bang. Is, this is gonna be fucking it, and I'm gonna do it. Well, then Fletcher has a moment where he like switches. So like, then he's like, "All right, we're just gonna go with it." And Fletcher starts doing his thing, and then he goes up to Andrew, and he's like, you know, helping Andrew, like then, telling him what to hit, so, telling him. Yeah. So there's the point. So they go through the whole the like they like. I also think like he could have just let him flounder, right? Like he starts to play, and then like he like he like he cues in the 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 basis yeah but then also like fletcher's like all right and then he starts up like the yeah. other part of the band he yeah. could just let him sit there yeah. and like just like because he did just embarrass him in front of everybody but i think he's like he's got like a sick morbid curiosity of like let's see where this goes i, I, I want to know where this is going to take us let's see and then they finish the song and then he keeps going and he's like the shit is happening and he's yeah. like that's why he walks he's like Andrew, what's going on, man? And yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'll cue you, you in." He's like, "Huh?" Like he's like, and then the, yeah, then he comes over and he starts conducting him, and we get a great shot. This is what I want to talk about earlier, but I like I didn't get that point. We see Andrew's dad looking through a crack in the door, and his face, his face goes from like cu- curious, I would say, mm-hmm. to horrified. Am I like, am, am I wrong? Face or his dad? No, his, his dad's, dad's face. Am I wrong in like the in like that? I feel like he kind of. Like, I want. I want to. I'll, I'll play it. Are we going to the tape? I'll play it yeah. silently, uh, um, in the background because, I, like, I want. I want you guys to see this. See his face because my interpretation of this scene m- might be um, different than you know yours. So I'm. Just, I'm just curious from from your perspective what you what you think because. We see this performance, right? And we see Andrew's dad show up. And it, it's a, that's another thing. We see him look out and see his dad's there, right? His mom's not there. Well, his mom hasn't been, like, hasn't been in his life at all. So that makes sense that she wouldn't be there. Way to bring that up, dude. <laughs> so late in the game. But he he sees him there and he smiles because he's like, oh, my dad. Like, he's like, great. He's yeah. here. He's going to see the. He's going to see my performance. And, like, you know, I don't know. Has his dad, like, uh, we haven't seen his dad at any of his other performances. So has his dad been at a single other performance? Like I don't know. That's a good question. What was the question you're going to ask earlier? Did you already ask it? That I, I asked it. It was though. I, I thought about that too. It was the. It was the scene. What was the scene that was the hardest for you oh, to watch? Okay. That was my, my my big like question. But like, what was what was hers? Hers? What do you mean? I thought you said you watched it with your fiance. Oh no, she didn't watch this with me. She, we she she has seen this movie before, but she didn't watch. It. Oh, I, oh oh oh. Yeah, okay. She, Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. Oh, okay. I actually showed this to my 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 dad and my uh, my sister um, shortly after I had watched it, and um, they both really 
they both really enjoyed it, which I didn't think my dad would like it at oh. all. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to play the scene right now. Andrew is drumming. Um, I'm going to explain what we're seeing a little bit. Um, but he's drumming, and everybody else on stage is silent, and his dad is looking, and he looks curious, and then his face like just kind of drops slightly, and he looks... He's almost amazed. He looks like, yeah, like, and, and that's, yeah, that's another interpretation. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking throughout this whole movie, because, like, we haven't really seen his dad in any of his performance. He doesn't stand up for him at all. He's watching this happen, and he goes from, like, oh, my son's, my, you know, my son does his drumming thing. It's so yeah, subtle. That he realizes, like, holy Did shit, this realize, is more than just, uh, yeah, this like, is, this is more than that. Yeah. And, like, my son is, amazing yeah. at this and i haven't known this my entire life and these people have been putting it like so i almost feel like next family dinner if the aunt and uncle are there and they're like how's the drumming thing going he's like the drumming fucking thing is not a drumming <laughs> thing it is it is the my son my son is a drumming prodigy <laughs> and you should shut the hell up I don't, yeah your son is throws a football to some, d3 yeah, i don't care about your kid any fucking Fuck more you, yeah. right? see your kid's stupid but my kid you have you have to go see like, yeah you your brain will melt you yeah. have to see like andrew go get your drums go get your drums from upstairs. right now bring them down i feel like that's what it would be just because he like i feel like in the whole entirety of this movie he's never seen the potential of his son and then when he sees it it's horrifying He's just like, holy shit i missed out on so much because he it's it's either a moment of like i will never be as good at anything as he is at this in this moment yeah or it's the oh my god my son has been this good this whole time and i haven't supported him and it's no wonder that he is latched on to this fucking psychopath yeah <laughs> because he sees potential and he's been nurturing it whereas i haven't done anything to help him besides say yeah you know do your do your drumming thing and it's just like that just that moment is like so it's just a like brief like 3 4 seconds but it's just and it's so subtle, his change in his yeah. face. Uh, Paul Reiser doesn't appear in this movie much, but that is like crazy good acting in that moment. Yeah. It's just like wow. But yeah, like we we watch drummer or we watch Andrew just fucking killing it. JK's like like he knocks over a drum at one point and like he runs over and like sets it oh, back yeah, up for yeah, him. Yeah. And then he starts to conduct him a little bit more, and then he's like all right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, like, steps back after he's, like, he's, like, okay. He steps into the shadows. Yeah. So, like, letting Andrew have the spotlight. And he, like, goes up and he, like, cues up the rest of the band. And then he, like, Andrew calms down for a second. And then, like, they look at each other and they kind of nod, like, yes. And then, yes. And then they, like, we finish with the the, the, the song that started, like, the crescendo of the song that we opened this podcast mm -hmm. with. And it's just that moment. And that's where we end. We don't find out, did anything. anything good happen from Andrew? Was this his moment? Like, was that it? Was the rest of his career as a drummer fucking over after that? Or did he, like, did people, like, go on? Like, is this... I think it was a perfect ending. Is yeah. this... Is this the Leave story? Is this his symbol story, right? It's like, are, are we just, like... Are, are we, like, hearing, like, this the story of, like, oh, yeah, the amazing drummer, Andrew Naiman, mm -hmm. where he, like, you know... He had this like sh like this teacher that pushed him and like yeah, like it's just like the, like we hear this story later on it's like mythology almost is that what we're watching or are we watching like the ending of his fucking career and this also 
oh God, I keep I keep going on. I'm I'm sorry, but there's the point earlier when they're at dinner and he said like he's like I would rather die uh, alcoholic or an alcoholic uh, drug addled at 34 than live to 90. Is this like the sacrifice of like he's like you know what I'm gonna fuck my whole career up in this one moment just yeah. so that I can do this thing and show that I am better and like and like people will remember this this moment will be remembered and i'd say like that's and at what cost it's crazy that this whole fucking thing came from a short yeah from like a 15 minute short oh yeah so the script the uh damien said he wrote the script and sat on it for a while because he was afraid of what people would think it said about him because like the, the just it's how like dark like like i said it's like for me like like pushing myself and like yeah. i love this style of movie yeah it's almost masochistic so like yeah. the, like hearing like yeah i understand it because you won't want people to know like this person might not be all there yeah. because they're okay with this they like this kind of thing it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of fucked up but yeah like he just yeah it's like i actually will go back from time to time and i will watch the entirety of the ending of this movie from like the point at which he's like it's like i knew it was you and then yeah. watch him flounder and watch him like the, the whole like 15 minutes of this movie like the last like however long of this movie mm-hmm. that that last i love it because yeah. it's like it and the song is so good like everything about it is just chef's kiss that's it <laughs> so it, in this movie a lot of it was piss yellow filtered i don't know if you've noticed that or not but a lot of the movie was piss, piss yellow, yellow filter. filter and dark blue haze filter yeah uh, i don't know if there's a reason behind that but watching it i'm like wow it wasn't uh it wasn't twilight you know what i'm saying it, <laughs> yeah it wasn't twilight, twilight filter twilight but... blue the entire time but there are a lot of yeah like where they're shooting inside of i think when we meet um when we're in the when we're in the movie theater, it's yellow. Yeah, and then I think also when we're we're on the theater at the end, it's yellow. I think it might also it might be stage lighting, like it would like trying to mimic. I think it's stage just light. the symbols shining. I I don't know, but the the filter seems like the same shade of like the symbols, and I I don't know. I just thought that was cool though, but it is piss yellow. He's I just had to. It's, well, it's, I mean, that's actually uh, what I would call a midder, Middle Eastern filter. You ever notice that in or movies? Mexican filter. In like, yeah, Jeez. if you go into a different country, right? Jeez. No, it's, no, no. You I'm, not, I'm saying it from a filming perspective. I'm, I'm saying it like if you film another country and you put a yellow filter on it, that's what it's supposed to like. Me, me, the, U- me, 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 me. the UK is an, is is always blue. Yeah. And, and the the Middle East is always yellow. yellow. Yeah, like no matter like you'll notice it more if you watch like any movie. Watch Breaking now. Bad. The United <laughs> yeah. States is normal. As soon as they're over the border, it's that color. Yeah, you're yellow again. Yeah. yeah. And Chandler Chandler has my lovely rating system up on his phone. Yeah, I, I was gonna I say to pull it up too. I think it's that time, boys. It is that time. We thanks to Riker, we have an official rating system. Please tell Brennan. Oh, I did. I told okay, him. Good. I did it All specifically right. for him. If you'll notice, number three is uh, it's uh, stupid, stupid but, but fun. fun. I was going to uh, rattle I... off the numbers. Yeah, real go quick. for it. I saw you were at the end. Or you were at the beginning of the list, and I was like, "Well, that doesn't shine well for this movie." No, no, no. I just <laughs> I was getting ready to rattle this off. That's all. Uh, so Riker came up with a rating system for us since we seem like we're a little all over the place. And this might help us a little bit. And these are not like hard st- like hard no, stop you know no, what i mean no. like this is just to give you an idea we of where to like throw, you know we'll, think about we'll it. still in, we'll still throw in decimal points to help a little or hurt a little 
but yeah, I'll go for it. A zero is unwatchable. <laughs> One, give me my, give me back my time. <laughs> it's supposed to be like uh, I, I watch a lot of Doctor Disrespect, and I think he's, <laughs> I think I forget what movie he's called, oh, like he's quoting, but he's like, give me back my son, <laughs> give me oh, back my time. Heavy rain. Yeah, John. John, John. A two is don't need to do this again. Three, stupid but fun. Speed. Yeah. Yes. Four, mediocre and un- unsatisfying. Five is good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had good period, but I was trying to get rid of all the like the like it's just like yeah. good period. Yep. That's it. Like good. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Six. Maybe I'll check it out again. Seven, I need to know more about this. Eight, let's start it again right now. Nine, I may ha- it may have changed me. And number ten, a masterpiece. That is our rating system that we're going to go off of. Masterpiece theater. <clears throat> so we'll keep the ratings how they've been. We're not going to go redo everything because the scoreboard's only going to grow. But now we have a little base base okay. system here. So, how you want to do it? Riker, it was your pick. Why don't you go first? I thought we would go down the line like we always do. Oh, all right. We can do that. Who's doing the math? He always does the math. Okay. But I've got a, got my uh, sheets up. I'll type them in as we go. You're going to do it. You're going to do the I typing? Do it, yeah, yeah. Okay. All good. So, for me, good movie. Five. <laughs> You don't know that yet. How disappointing. I mean, you said good, and five is good. You don't know that yet. No. Movie was good. Definitely hit home for me quite a few times. Uh, Like I said, uh, we all have that coach, teacher, parent, mentor, friend, what have you. That's always going to push you a little harder. Even yourself. You're going to push yourself to somebody or something is going to push you to your absolute limits. Um, I never really had that. Yeah, I've, I got pushed. I got encouraged throughout my life, um, broken down to come back stronger. Um, it's funny. Uh, I remember when I was a kid doing sports, nothing was more satisfying than having a coach teacher parent whatever friend tell you like in the quote i as a kid i loved getting a good job you did great that's awesome what have you now as an adult having two stepkids of my own it's i've completely flipped the script (laughs) i'm all about the tough love man i'm all about the tough love i'm all about pushing Trying to make them better. Um, yeah. He's going to turn into Fletcher. No, uh, maybe n- <laughs> not, not to that extreme, I hope. No, not to call child no. services. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, not to that extreme. But it's just funny. Uh, you flip the script. Yeah. You know, like, you go from, as a kid, you want nothing but to impress people, make people proud of you. And then you're an adult and you want to push people. You want yeah. to make them better. So Mason ruined my score. No way it was a it's a five. What? It's it's a good movie, great story. I could watch it a couple times, 
but I've watched it once and I'm good. I get what it's saying. I get the point of it. It, I related to it. I just, I don't know if I could turn it back on and watch it multiple times. But it was a good movie, so I'm giving it a 5.0. You're about to get kicked out of Riker's house and never invited again. <laughs> he rated Speed Up 3, for Christ's sakes. Get out of here. I did. I did. Um, and All because Keanu Reeves said, cool. <laughs> well, that was, that, I mean, from a filming sp- like from just from every perspective, that movie was just mid. I don't want to be. Oh, I thought you were talking about this. What's no, the, the oh, no. Speed. I'm talking about speed. He speed. hasn't started Sped. about this. No, I'm not. Sped. He didn't even say the title. Really. <laughs> yeah, sped. You know. Well, I could also just go back to like. Well, Mister. Well, Mister Mystery Guest, check in at the front desk. What? <laughs> When you have a character in the movie question what the other character said because it was so fucking dumb, I'm pretty sure you just don't write that line. Anyway, sorry. Mason's pick's going to be speed two next week. <laughs> I already watched it. I don't need to watch it again. Um, so, uh, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong, and I hate you. Uh, I gave a great explanation, though, didn't no, I? No, I don't want you. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, to, to each their own, you're allowed to think whatever you want. Silence. <laughs> Silence, cat. I know he's upsetting. He upset me too, but let it go. Jesus, I was upset. Is screaming. The cat. So, I uh, I don't think I need to uh, go into a long explanation because I already just did that because I was probably talking more than anybody else in this whole fucking thing. This movie is very brilliantly shot. It's very. It gives you makes you give a shit about a thing that rightly you wouldn't know anything about. Yeah, and it just tells a good story. Tells a it tells a psychological story. It tells a like I said a love story, an action story because of all the like. There's, there's so many different elements of this movie, and it's in it's in my top ten for sure. This movie is top ten overall. Yeah, top ten like top ten, maybe even top five. Oh, yeah. Um so this movie uh to correct his wrongs is a 10. <laughs> Jesus. A 10? It's a 10. It's what? It's, Are you serious? It's perfect to me. And you're t- uh, really? And you're, wait, wait, wait. This wait. is why I love doing No, I'm not judging you. I, this is why I love doing what we do because everybody has their different opinion on the same movie. So wait. If this is a 10 in your top 10, does this make this number 1? No, it's, it's not. not. It's not number it's, 1. It's not. It's, I don't think it's number 1. But it is like I can't think of a single thing in this movie that that makes me go like ah, I wish this was done this way right. or like I got the I take that back there is one piece at the very end of this movie which I kind of understand it would have been too on the nose mm-hmm. I feel like in the moment when Andrew goes back out after being embarrassed by Fletcher I feel like when he goes and hugs his dad I almost want to think in my head that he whispered in his ear it's fine it's okay you did a good job you did good i wanted him to say good job because at that and moment then he'd have been like then he'd be like you know what fuck this yeah. like that 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 point but like I, again it's too on the nose so yeah. I, I understand but yeah i i don't i never wanted to give a 10 i don't want to give a 10 yeah. on this because it's it's like how do you come back from a 10 right yeah. but for me watching this movie it elicits emotions. It made me think about it. It made me want to learn more about this movie. Mm-hmm. It made me want to learn more about the people involved with this movie. It made me think, and it like made me have to share it. I was like, I want other people to see this because this is, this is, I don't know. This is just next level. This transcends 
It transcends everything else, yeah. right? Like it's like uh, it's a it like it's a story that could be told, like you said, about anything. Mm-hmm. I could tell about football. I could mm-hmm. tell like, like these characters could still apply in the same scenario yeah. with something else going on. And there's just so it's just so well done. I've watched this movie multiple times, and I can't like I said I can't look at it and go like <sighs> like they could have done this better. Yeah. So uh, the, the like again, it, like I think it makes you you make it makes you feel things that you you know might not have felt before like i said like i'm always one for like yeah you know really like fuck those guys yeah Yeah. fuck them but the dinner scene even the dinner scenes like oh god you have such a such a fucked up take and like they all have fucked up takes it was like this like this nobody at the dinner table is likable in this scenario which is hard to watch but you like can you can understand one more than the other right Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's just so much to it like and everything there's no wasted time I think that this is... This yeah, there's is, no, like, filler. Yeah, there's no okay. piece of this that, like, doesn't make sense, that it shouldn't, like, shouldn't exist, like, in this, in this, right? Every piece adds on to the next piece, and the whole thing kind of just flows. And it can, you know, it's pretty well-contained. So, I, it, I like so it it's your version of Place Beyond the Pines, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mason did give it a, uh, a, a give the Place Beyond the Pines a 9.7, I believe. Um, yes. Which, you know, I... Uh, again, it's a good movie. I, you know, I, I sh- like. I'm not trying to sell other movies short. I like that one. That's not one that resonated with me. Like mm-hmm. there were pieces in it that I was like, ah. Eh. Uh, there was there was some stuff that I like. Maybe I would adjusted a little bit yeah. more in my head, or like like. But for this, for this one, I, I just like I can't think of anything that doesn't really. That doesn't really work. All of it works, and it's like. I just, I just like there is like a, a couple of pieces, but like it's so they're so minor that I just don't, I can't like you know, it all just kind of you know works. They, they say there's only one bit of filler, mm-hmm. which is just the him, just like I guess setting up the fuck around of Fletcher and yeah. and and uh, Andrew, and, and it's the like, hey, you got to be here at class at six o'clock, and it's nine o'clock, and we get like a couple of minutes, three minutes of like him running and showing up at six o'clock and then sitting and waiting because mm-hmm. like he's like it's just we're setting up hey he's just gonna continually fuck with you yeah. for the rest of like the rest of this movie that's that's what it's gonna be mm-hmm. but it's yeah it's just so well done it has three oscars to yeah. also like support the fact that this movie is pretty fucking well done uh, yeah that's, that's all i gotta say about it I, i've talked enough about it um but yeah it's a tam. I'm, I'm more of a like I would I would have probably put it in a nine, but I gotta make it for Chandler, you know. Jesus, a five, but whatever. I'm sorry. So, oh boy, watching this movie and then like, I wish I could have. I wish I could change my rate for P- Place Beyond the Pines. What does that mean? What I mean by that is, so you like this w- better? Yeah. What? I do, yeah. Oh my god, look so, what you did, Riker. Um, <laughs> the only reason this is better than what? Place Beyond the Pines... Well, sorry, sorry, Chandler, don't give him shit for wanting to change his rating, because you rated Goodfellas <laughs> higher than Predator, and immediately was like, I did not! Oh my god, what have I done? That was the whole conversation. That <laughs> what have I done? Oh! Yeah, you're like, oh no, I fucked this up! I, and I then I give you I a rating w- system and you fuck me. I, I, <laughs> I wish I wish the Goodfellas episode didn't even exist. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have got our like we, our thing. We wouldn't have got Moray. Moray. We wouldn't have heard about Tommy. That's, yeah, that's or true. like you know the guy pulling out the rifle. You know we wouldn't have got those key moments. Hide this rifle for me. 
<laughs> no, so sorry. The reason I like this movie a lot more than Place Beyond the Pines is because it's not two and a half hours long. It's an hour and forty minutes. You know, um, and on the ratings list, um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Um, I was gonna get, give it a seven point seven, but I think I'm gonna give it an eight, um, considering all the awards it won, um, the score. Why are you shaking your head at me? <laughs> I'm not shaking my head. Hey, but, you. Like, I, it, 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 when you go to watch Place Beyond the Pines, it is... He says that he likes it better I, I than do? Place, no, no, Place I, Beyond the Pines, but he, he still rated he it he, lower. He said, well, he said he wished he could rate Place uh, Beyond yeah. the Pines lower. Oh, that's true. Because it's a 9.8. I'd have to give it a, like a 9.9 or a 10. Jesus. Yeah. But see what I'm saying is, is with this movie, it's a good movie. It's it has it's hilarious. I mean, with just the insults, um, and then it's like like I was saying, like with Place Beyond the Pines, it's like a two two and a half hour long movie. You got to sit down and like, it, it, there's parts where it starts to drag. Like Act Three, it, it really starts to drag. I never really felt in this movie that it was dragging. The only part I could I guess would feel draggy is the beginning because I mean every story you know you start out and then you climax and then it comes back down but it's really not that long of like a drag in the beginning it's not not like place beyond the pines so i could watch this movie again right now i I think i could watch it maybe like two or three times a month if i really wanted to but it is definitely something that i will show other people so there you go solid eight no and i think this again i think this is a good i'm i'm glad we have a a way to look at it and rate stuff now again i think i don't I don't like have anything against you picking an eight. I have nothing against him picking a five. That's the way he feels. <laughs> you I sure felt... seem like it. But... <laughs> well, it makes it funnier if I'm mean to you for doing that. Jesus. But if, well, think about this, Chandler. I didn't uh, say anything bad about it. Did you think this movie was better than Goodfellas? Yes. Well, not according to the Go rating on. system. <laughs> See Dude, right there, you gave Goodfellas a six point five. This is bullshit. But, but that's, uh, I felt peer pressured. Okay. Listen, listen. That's that's. Everybody why... said that was the best mafia movie, so I felt pressured. <laughs> listen, All right. I got no problem with the Whiplash falling at a seven point seven. Damn. Below seven point eight, Goodfellas, because Goodfellas is a good movie. I like Whiplash more than Goodfellas, but Goodfellas is a me too. Goodfellas is a classic. <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> well, you're the one that picked. Let's, just, let's just start over. That's why I'm glad we like. That's why I wanted to establish a, so a rating system. I'm so happy you have this. Yeah, I figured that would be a good way for us to yeah. kind of like rein things in. And again, that's why I'm saying it's not a hard stop with some of these things. I'm not saying like four says mediocre, but you know, like mediocre and unsatisfying. But three says you know stupid but fun. Four could still be fun, you know what I mean? But, like, it still could, like, ah, you know, I just didn't, like, it didn't, like, you know, it didn't scratch an itch that I was looking for. But, yeah, I wanted to give an option for people to pick. So, Place Beyond the Pines is 8.2. You know, I know you liked Place Beyond the Pines more than you liked this movie. Yeah. So, that makes sense. And Mason's, like I said, Mason. Is it still top of the board? Yeah, it's Uh, 8.2. And Speed is 4.8. What's this one? Breakfast Club is 8. This one's 7.7. Damn. Same at breakfast. So, again, I don't have a problem with that. I know what I I like. And what I like isn't going to be the same as you. You might have had a different feeling about this movie, right? And Mason has a different rating than I do. So, it's, it's all good in the hood. But this one, like I said, if I'm if I'm crafting a top ten list, and I and I think 
that's something we should probably all try to do while we're doing this. Like, show movies that we want other people to see, and then figure out what our top ten. Because you'll if, probably hate my top, my top ten. Yeah, because they're yeah. all gonna be the goddamn eighties movies, <sighs> oh and God. there's like, the, of course, right, the, like, I'll blow your. When it's my turn to pick again, I'll blow your. You guys blow my mind. goddamn mind. All Actually, right. I was looking at this list. I thought, like, oh man, it'd be great to pick Birdman. Birdman is such a weirdly shot movie that, but it's like. It's it's very interesting to see, but it's got Never some very that. heavy tones to it. Um, but there there are so many like good movies out there that like I would love to get into. But it's not our turn to pick. Not our turn to pick. Oh, God damn it! It's Mason's turn. <laughs> you to weren't pick. ready for a pick, no, dude. I, are you oh kidding? Oh my me? God! We have to jump him. Do you want to skip and I'll pick no, again? No, 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 no. No, I'm not picking again. No, I got to oh, pull man. the community. Oh, no. oh, Commando. Fuck. <laughs> Man, Commando. I can't believe he doesn't have a movie picked out, and we've had, and we've been I buying just got, time. No, I just got I just got picks. We, I got we've been buying time for so long. We're gonna be doing this for a <laughs> while, so I yeah. don't know which one to pick. Well, then just we're, we're gonna, gonna pick, do. A, we'll do all. All right, so look, so look. All right, oh Christ! Be careful we do this democratically. What does that mean? Well, are you gonna make us vote? Well, there's only yeah. two of us. We can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> Get the cat. Get the cat's hair. Uh. All right, what are your two options? Give us your two options. Talladega Nights or Spaceballs. It's a comedy movie. We haven't done comedy yet. I'm looking at you because I immediately... Talladega Nights is a classic. But so is Spaceballs. This, this is where one of the benefits would be live streaming. I know. Mm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Talladega Nights or Spaceballs. Can I drop a... Uh, this might help your decision. Yeah, go for I'll it. drop something on you, and you're gonna be pissed. What? I've never seen Spaceballs. Have you seen Spaceballs? I've seen Spaceballs. Yeah, it's from the may 80s. The, may the Schwartz be with you always. Which is why I thought I'm immediately gonna have to fucking veto Spaceballs because it's from the 80s, and I don't oh, want this. Fuck. I don't want this jag off getting away with another 80s God, movie. No. I, th- I think sp- if he hasn't seen Spaceballs, unless of course you really want Talladega oh, no, Nights, if you I haven't think, seen Spaceballs. I think if it's one because no, we've I, all if we've <clears> seen <throat> Talladega Nights, yeah. we should watch something we haven't all watched. Right. Yeah, or at least one okay, of it doesn't watched. matter to me. I'm just saying Spaceballs. <laughs> Spaceballs. Okay. May the Schwartz <laughs> be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. I don't know what that means. Oh, dude, you will. <laughs> we got the beeps. <laughs> we ain't seen. <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> You'll get it eventually. <laughs> All right. Well, strawberry jam. Well, thank everybody for listening. Absolutely. And, and thanks uh, for continuing to listen and sharing and uh, and you know liking the podcast. Anything you can do to get other people to listen, you know, get a tattoo on your forehead, uh, make them, you know, just play it in the car and while they can't escape, and uh, you know, just force them to listen. But make the make them download it on their phone and play it at the same time, so you, we get multiple listens yeah. and views. Um, yeah. Anything you can do, share it. You know, like, subscribe, click the bell. I don't know what these. I don't know what the kids do, but that's what they do. And we're still millennials. And we're still taking suggestions. Yes. Next, next yeah. week is a fan pick. Yeah, so. we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to post out again that we're gonna, we want a fan pick. Mm-hmm. I'll have to make a, a cool, fun audio clip from this this week. I don't know how I'm gonna find a, a, a flub from this episode. The beginning was not literally. It was pretty them. good. Yeah, I Probably didn't, I didn't fuck up ones. the d- director's name. I'm pretty sure at the beginning there was a lot of flubs, yeah, but probably. okay, I'm gonna. I'll 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 go back to the tapes, but yeah, we can uh, we can for sure get some. We, I've got a list going, and I'm happy to pick from it. But if you got another edition, I'll add it to it. So just let us know if you uh, think so. Comment on the uh, on the podcast if you can. 
Do it. Do it. Say the thing. Say the thing. Say the. Do the thing. Do the thing. I feel like Bart Simpson. Do the thing, Bart. Come on, do it. Hey. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.